Well, Alan Wake 2 is finally here, and I have just one question. Where are the Xbox reviews? I sincerely mean it. This is not an attempt to hate on Xbox. I went looking for Xbox and PlayStation 5 reviews to decide where I was going to buy the game. I mean, Alan Wake 2 was just part of the partner preview showcase stream for Xbox, and I was curious if the game ran better on the Xbox Series X since depending on how a game is developed or optimized, it might actually run better on a Series X versus a PS5. Well, to my shock, there was only three reviews and none of them gave a great tech or performance breakdown. I'll explain why in a moment. Uh, Then a pattern sort of emerged. The more I looked into this with Xbox getting less reviews for third-party games as of late. And the reason even Xbox-centric outlets are reviewing Alan Wake 2 on PC instead of Xbox actually surprised me. So I wanted to talk about what was happening, like what is going on, but I also want to talk about and theorize why is this happening? Why are publishers handling review codes for games in this way? Because it is a disservice to Xbox console owners to have review codes handled in this way. Now, I put all the good information right here at the beginning of the video. It's a longer video because it is a live stream. So if you want to be here for the live discussions, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss out on my content. Now that Alan Wake 2 has released, much of the concern about performance has subsided. PC performance was a primary concern due to some narratives that were forming about system requirements, but I also had my own concerns after watching the latest gameplay trailer during the Xbox preview program. They did something with their partners. It was basically called a partner preview, and I had some concerns about the performance. It looked like we may have had another game that had pushed graphics way too far and that performance might suffer. So when Alan Wake 2's review embargo dropped, I thought immediately I was thinking about performance. I want to know what everybody is saying. Well, Digital Foundry only has a PlayStation 5 versus PC comparison, so I went looking for Xbox reviews. Metacritic was the first sign that something was amiss. Now, we may see more reviews hit in the coming days, but as of this morning, and and as well as the day when all the reviews hit, this was sort of, in my mind, the best time for me to get an idea of where I should buy the game. Should I buy it for my PlayStation 5, or should I buy it for my Xbox Series X? Well, there were only three reviews, and they weren't that substantive, and I'll tell you why in a moment. What became even more surprising was seeing Xbox-centric outlets reviewing Alan Wake on PC instead of Xbox. So first, I want to walk through what happened. Like, what did I find? Why is why are, why are Xbox channels and Xbox blogs basically reviewing the game not on Xbox? Beyond Alan Wake 2, a worrying pattern emerged the more I looked into this. Second, I want to ask the question, why would this be happening? We have information about what the publishers specifically did with Alan Wake 2 review codes, and if this is happening with other games as well, the question has to be asked. Why? Why would publishers be not prioritizing Xbox reviews in particular. Lastly, I want to say this. This is a disservice to Xbox fans. This was the perfect game to potentially have a performance advantage on my Xbox Series X. Xbox was part of the marketing, after all, with their latest stream where they showcased brand new gameplay. And the original Alan Wake released initially as an Xbox 360 exclusive. So this would have been a great time to really release the game in a strong state 
on Xbox. So first and foremost, what happened? Well, first, after my show and premiere ended the day that the embargoes dropped, I was kind of done with my stream and my, and my upload had finished. I was interacting with my community in a member stream and I was like, yo, what's the what's the verdict on Alan Wake 2's performance? What's going on? And, you know, because the gameplay during the partner preview, it had me concerned, right? Well, after such a great year in gaming, we have had some games like Jedi Survivor. They get really great scores, but then there are performance issues. They get overlooked. And I was hoping that that wasn't going on with Alan Wake 2. I was like, come on, we're seeing all these great scores, but some of the performance looked a little shaky, right? Now, what I found was strange. The first thing I discovered was that even Xbox era, they reviewed the game on PC, With a name like Xbox Era, I just expected, oh, they're going to have an Xbox version. That's going to take precedence. But then someone in our community pointed out something that they said at the very beginning of of their review. They said this, in my first playthrough, and then they put in parentheses, on PC, Xbox code wasn't available as early. And I thought, okay, maybe that has to do with Xbox certification, okay? Then someone said that publishers were handling code distribution, so the Xbox certification should not matter. The game should already be gone through certification. So we headed to Windows Central, who also reviewed the game on PC instead of Xbox, and they had two disclaimers at the start of their review. Their first disclaimer was just that the review codes had come from Remedy and Epic, and that the review had not been seen by either of them prior to publishing they're basically saying listen we got codes for this game from epic and remedy but we didn't like show them our review ahead of time this isn't like a greenlit review they're essentially saying this is our thoughts without their input all right now the second disclaimer is far more interesting they said the following second disclaimer unusually this game was mostly reviewed on playstation 5 this is because playstation codes were the first available and xbox codes only became available shortly before the alan wake 2 review embargo lifted Obviously, this begs the question, why would a publisher do this? Why would you be like, yeah, here's some codes, but like right before the embargo lifts, especially when the marketing right before the launch of the game was an Xbox partner preview showcase. Like what you just were a part of an Xbox show. Why would you give them their codes later? Uh, Because in my mind, it seems like Xbox is part of the marketing. Now, this wasn't the first game to have very few or measurably less reviews for Xbox. So we started checking some of the most recent games. We're like, what is going on here? So I'm going to show you some of these breakdowns from Metacritic with respect to the numbers, right? There's a significant disparity that starts to emerge here. So this is Ghost Runner 2, 30 plus reviews on both PS5 and PC, only nine reviews on Xbox. Now you'll notice they have average scores. I believe you need a minimum of four reviews for that average score box to fill in. So if you go and you go looking for the review score of Alan Wake 2, Xbox is literally says TBD because there's only three. It doesn't even have enough to give you an average on Metacritic. So this is kind of why it got attention. Like people on Twitter are talking about it. They're like, why are there no scores for Xbox? What's going on here? Okay, next up, Resident Evil 4 Remake. 130 reviews for PS5, 29 on Xbox. Like, that's a huge disparity. 100 more reviews. 
The next one I think is even more alarming. Sea of Stars. This was a day one Game Pass game. 49 reviews on PC, 25 on PS5, only 11 on Xbox. Like, that's a day one Game Pass game. Why would there not be more outlets reviewing the game? Now, I don't know if every single one of these situations is because less codes were sent or were the codes sent late. I truly don't know. But this is a pattern that started to emerge and it touched an even more recent game, Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen, just like I said with Alan Wake, not even enough review scores for Xbox to have a score. There's only three, so it says TBD to be determined. There's 38 scores for PS5, 57 for PC. This is remarkable. You can't even get four outlets to review Lords of the Fallen. Now, that's not a huge deal, right? We're not like, oh my gosh, Lords of the Fallen. What an important game to Xbox. It's one of the bigger games this year. And you couldn't even get four outlets to review the game. And even four outlets just seems incredibly small. And the next one, this was another Game Pass game. It's a day one game on Game Pass. Lies of P. 69 reviews on PS5. And exactly one third, only 23 on xbox now you'll notice we just suddenly had an uptick right we had 23 on xbox right for you know maybe maybe this is a little bit more but it's still just a third and this was a day one game pass game now the last one is not as recent but i wanted to include this one because this is one of the bigger games of this year commercially Hogwarts Legacy, alright? This was a huge title. By all accounts, one of the most, if not the most, commercially successful game of 2023 with respect to sales. A hundred reviews on PS5, only 22 on Xbox. Now, to be fair on this one, only 22 showed up on PC as well. But... And the marketing favored PlayStation. PlayStation had timed exclusives. That may have played a role with the code distribution. But again, it reinforces the pattern. What, like, what, is, what is going on? I have to ask this question. Why is this happening? Now, before we consider why this is happening, we have to speak clearly about what exactly is happening. Okay, this to me is a clear pattern of publishers prioritizing PlayStation and even sometimes PC over Xbox when it comes to review code distribution. When Xbox-centric outlets are forced to review the game on PC instead of Xbox, something is amiss. As an Xbox Series X owner, I should be able to go to an Xbox-focused outlet and get a review of those games on my system when the embargo drops. I think that is a reasonable expectation. Hey, you have Xbox in your name. I have an Xbox Series X. How did this game do on Xbox? A PC review does nothing for me. And them having to review the game on PC, that's just a tough spot for them. I understand why they're just doing it on PC instead of waiting. This is a relevancy game. They can't wait for the Xbox code and like publish their review later than everybody else or rush the review and then have it be less polished, less substantive or less valuable. That would be that would make them look bad. So I completely understand where they're coming from. These Xbox outlets, they're put into a really tough spot when the publisher is doing this. But if publishers are deprioritizing the Xbox platform for review codes, I would like to know why. Why are you doing this? Why wouldn't you say it's Xbox era. Send them an Xbox code. Like, what in the world is going on here? 
Now, I have already theorized that Xbox is deprioritizing hardware with respect to consoles because they've admitted to that. It, it was a theory that they were deprioritizing hardware, but then they basically admitted that, right? They lowered priority of the importance of the Series X. They admitted in emails they were constraining production and distribution for the cloud okay so if xbox is doing it it doesn't it doesn't really sound that crazy that publishers are going to start doing it too but that would be a sign of another shift it's almost as if the publishers are following suit well i mean xbox isn't prioritizing you know the, the consoles why should we okay i think there are three factors at play here and i'm going to upset a lot of the Xbox loyal, but keep in mind, I'm taking up for Xbox fans. I have an Xbox Series X. This was something that frustrated me because I wanted to know how this game was performing on my Xbox Series X, and there were basically no reviews out there. So people will claim this is an Xbox hate hit piece, but this is my frustration as an Xbox consumer. I believe there are three factors at play here. This is why publishers are not prioritizing Xbox for review codes. The first is hardware saturation. The second is Game Pass. And the third is the Xbox Series S. I know, I know everybody's going to get upset at this. Just listen. First, let's talk about hardware saturation. Just yesterday, VG Charts, VG Charts published their estimates for console sales in 2023 as an entire year. PlayStation 5 at almost 13 million and Xbox Series consoles at 4 million. Now, many thought that a 2 to 1 ratio was just impossible. I was told that'll never happen because I said I remember looking at a chart at the end of 2022 and I thought those lines are going to get further apart. We're looking at a 2 to 1 ratio, okay? I was told there's just no way that's going to happen. Well, for just the the year 2023, there is a very clear 3 to 1 ratio happening. Now people are like, "Well, VG charts is just estimates." Okay, I think by the end of the year, they're going to end up being right. By all accounts, the PlayStation 5 is about to have a massive boom in sales. They've got Modern Warfare 3 bundles ready to go. Call of Duty is always huge for them, okay? Now, <clears throat> I think the primary and driving factor for code distribution favoring the PlayStation 5 is this reality. It's hardware saturation. Publishers are like, listen, we want reviews out there where there's more people. It's purely a mathematical choice. I'm not taking shots here. This is a business decision. Console sales do matter. Even though many have tried to say, why are you tracking sales? Are you a shareholder? What what does this matter to you? The the sales of the consoles do matter. It's having a direct impact on how many reviews I have access to as a consumer when the review embargo drops. My ability to be informed about a game before it comes out is being affected by console sales to the point that a game like Lords of the Fallen doesn't even have an Xbox score, it doesn't even have enough to give me an average on Metacritic. Alan Wake 2, same deal. Three reviews on Metacritic. I can't even get a score for it. I can't even get some semblance of an idea of how's this game doing on the Xbox. Now, to to their credit, some people are sort of rushing to get information out, and I appreciate that. I'm going to give some credit where credit is due here in a moment. All of them, I think, likely rushed because of the timing of codes being sent right before the embargo lifted. So the only three reviews you have right now are likely very rushed and they have less time in the game. So as a consumer with both consoles, 
I don't have any way to determine where I should buy the game if I'm concerned about best performance. So yes, console sales matter, and the chasm between the two platforms is causing a clear shift in how review codes are sent out. And to all of the people who responded to my tweet where I said, wow, a three to one ratio, and they threw in my face the fact that, you know, PlayStation's going to fall behind, Xbox is an ecosystem now. Okay, well, is that going to be your comfort if third-party publishers continue to do this? They look at the console saturation, the sales saturation of the Xbox ecosystem, and they're going to say, well, yeah, we're not going to send codes over there. Is that going to be your comfort if you, if you continue to get less information as a consumer? Because the second thing that's a factor here is Game Pass. A very clear pattern is emerging that when a game doesn't hit Game Pass on day one, large portions of the Xbox user base do not pay the game any attention. Is it on Game Pass is a question that is commonly followed up by the statement, well, I will wait to play it on Game Pass. Here's an example of how Game Pass is impacting the Xbox user base. Starfield. According to WCCF Tech, Starfield couldn't replace Forza Horizon 5 as the biggest Xbox launch of this generation in Europe. Now, I know this is just Europe, but still, it's indicative of a shift in behavior. From the article, this is what they said. A little surprising is that the sci-fi RPG couldn't replace Forza Horizon 5 as the biggest Xbox launch of the generation in Europe. Bethesda's game sold around 13% less than Playground's acclaimed open-world racing game in the first four weeks. This is in contrast to the previous report, which claims Starfield did surpass Forza Horizon 5. However, that report only considered the first week of availability, whereas today's data compares the whole debut month. Now, you can combine this with another stat that we just covered. According to Satya Nadella, Starfield was responsible for the largest single-day subscription figure for Xbox Game Pass in the service's history. Do you see the dots starting to connect here? Less sales compared to Forza in its launch month for Starfield, but Starfield was the single highest Game Pass growth in a day. Now, Xbox Xbox might look at this as a victory, okay? This is, this is probably a victory in their book. Credit where credit's due, man. Starfield boosted the Game Pass numbers, but it lowered Starfield sales compared to Forza. Starfield seemed significantly bigger than Forza as far as marketing and spending and budgets go. Now, at the time when Forza came out, Phil Spencer said that Game Pass increased sales of a game. We have since learned from Xbox's own documents that that is not true. During the FTC hearings and the regulatory bodies overlooking the merger with Activision, we learned that Game Pass is having a cannibalistic effect on sales. And you can see it plainly with Starfield. To the point, I think, here is that consumers this is what consumers and xbox care about but that's not what publishers care about consumers and xbox might be thrilled that like look man game pass is great look at how many subscribers we got okay lowering sales on starfield they may be expected that however what do publishers think about this game pass is creating a culture of less purchasers of people who wait for something to hit Game Pass. This is compounded. This is compounding their hardware saturation problem. Think about this from the perspective of the publisher. The PS5 and the PC audience matters more because they're larger and they buy more. 
It's as simple as that. Like, if the console saturation and Game Pass wasn't enough, the last piece of this is the killing blow, in my mind. The third element of this is the Xbox Series S. And don't take my word for it, okay? This isn't just me bashing on the Series S. To his credit, Jez Corden seemingly rushed to play this game, Alan Wake 2, on the Series X and the Series S to provide you with some information. So thank him on Twitter and go read his blog post because the review codes were not sent out until right before the embargo dropped. So this guy got his code and he went and did his due diligence. So you should so you should show some appreciation for somebody taking the time to do this because here is what he had to say about the Series S. On Xbox Series S, Alan Wake 2 has no access to the visually intensive quality mode. The Xbox Series S version does maintain an incredible amount of visual prowess with dense and animated foliage, impressive lighting, and intense weather effects. The compromises in visual sharpness are apparent to account for the Xbox Series S's hardware, but the frame rate is also noticeably less consistent. This erodes any motivation for a publisher to distribute Xbox codes because you know there will be tech breakdowns and there will be comparisons. Do you really want your beautiful, visually rich game looking and running at lower quality on the eve of its launch? Of course you don't want that. You don't want Jez Corden writing that about your game, especially if there's tech breakdowns, if there's videos, if there's clips on Twitter. They tend to go viral if the game doesn't look that great and people will think, Well, that's what Alan Wake 2 looks like, especially when the majority of the Xbox crowd is playing on the Series S. Just this morning, in light of the situation, the term Series S was trending on Twitter. So just to quickly recap, okay, but before coming to my point that this is a disservice to Xbox console owners, okay, first, it's clear publishers are prioritizing PS5 and PC with review code distribution. Second, I believe it is reasonable to assume this is business motivated. Third, the business motivations break down into three areas or categories. First, hardware saturation and its relationship to launch sales. Xbox has fallen far behind on this front. Second, Game Pass is also lowering sales for Xbox. Third, the Series S lowers quality and it will be seen in reviews. This is why I have been critical of Xbox's strategy with Game Pass and the Series S. It directly affects my experience as a Series X owner, which leads to my final point. This is a disservice to Xbox console owners. First and foremost, I couldn't get what I wanted. It's as simple as that, okay? I'm a consumer that likes to read a bunch of reviews, comparisons, and tech breakdowns. It would have informed and influenced where I bought Alan Wake 2. And this feels very related to predictions I have made about third-party games. It also feels very related to why Microsoft needed Activision Blizzard. If this trend continues of a very clear deprioritization of Xbox, will that extend beyond just review code distribution and will it start to affect game launches? We're already seeing games come to Xbox late with the Moria Lord of the Rings game and with Baldur's Gate 3. Will some third-party devs look at that and look at the situation with sales and Game Pass and hardware saturation and will they just start skipping Xbox altogether? 
This is a business level decision that I am talking about. If the budget is smaller, if the project or the budget is smaller, if the budget's more constrained, if maybe they had some financial struggles as a company, as a publisher, as a developer, a really easy way to lower your costs is to limit where a game lands. Numerous devs and publishers have spoken on the advantages of limiting the scope of where a game releases. If you have to limit the scope of where a game releases, the first platform on the chopping block is going to be Xbox. They have less hardware saturation, less sales, less reviews. The Series S demands you do more work, which costs you more money, so your game can look worse to the public. If you're worried about money, the Series S is a serious problem for third-party budgets. These are all very strong motivations to skip the platform. And here's the rub. If the pattern emerging with reviews, if it's an indication of priority in the market, this may be the writing on the wall. So let me give you my thoughts And my conclusions here, this will undoubtedly be cast as Xbox hate, okay? That's what people are going to say. He's just hating on the Xbox, okay? But this was the result of an Xbox console owner, myself, looking for reviews and struggling to find any, which led to more research into a pattern I had been hearing about. I had people telling me, Xbox keeps getting less reviews every time a game comes out. Now, I've had concerns about the trajectory for the Xbox console for a while. Just yesterday... I simply posted a tweet and I said a three to one ratio for the year. Wow. That's all I said. And a number of people got angry. They called me a pony. They claimed, well, it's all about the ecosystem now, pony. You just wait. You wait until the ecosystem really lands. Sony will be dead. I, okay. Hopefully, you know, that that's, that's something that helps your ecosystem. Maybe that helps you have a better experience, but Hoping for good games or game reviews to land on my Xbox has nothing to do with the future of Sony. Wanting to make a decision about where I buy Alan Wake 2, Series X, or PlayStation 5, that has nothing to do with an ecosystem value versus a PlayStation's value. Those aren't even related. The second thing I want to say is this. If the situation with reviews does extend to game launches, I dread what that conversation will look like. I'm sure it will be Sony's fault for secretly paying for exclusives, or or it will be bias against Xbox in the media. Look, listen, seriously, listen. Camera switch, thank you. When your Xbox-focused outlets and channels can't get Xbox review codes, there's a problem. That's not media bias, and it isn't Sony. And this problem isn't one that's going to stay static. It will grow. My conclusion is this. The evolution of Xbox as a platform has been an ongoing topic of discussion on my channel. And a lot of it is their own making, okay? They want to be an ecosystem. They want to push into mobile and cloud. That's fine. That's drifting away from what I value, but it's drifting towards a very, very large potential audience. And that's that's great. If that's their strategy and their business, I don't have to like it. It just determines where I end up spending my money. But there's a remnant of console users. There's a remnant of Xbox-loyal console fans. And something that is evolving on the Xbox platform, it's not even their own doing directly, but rather indirectly. If third-party games start skipping Xbox, that will be a step in the evolution of that platform that will not help them. It will hurt them. And I honestly think the question is no longer about if this happens. It's more a matter of when it happens. 
and that's the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. Alan Wake 2 is here. I will be playing it today. It'll be my second stream of the day. I will also be streaming it tonight with my wife for members. And speaking of members, these guys just went crazy. A 20 bomb from Rissick, a 5 bomb from Rissick, a single from Rissick, another 5 bomb from Rissick, a, a single from DK Bager and Mayhem with a 20 bomb. If I missed any of those, and a 50 bomb from Mayhem! I can't even add all of these up. This is absolutely insane. Rissick alone has 31, and then there's 32 with DK Bager. 32 plus 70 is up 102. I think that's correct. 102 on our way. I don't even have the goal on stream yet. I already owe you guys 20 members. This is absolutely insane. Let me check. It's telling me 65. Oh, they're just now going out. Goodness gracious. My dashboard is behind. If you guys want to go big today, you can secure a a, a whole lot of of stuff a single gifted from joker quinn thank you so so much starting the day off at an insane breakneck just pace here i I didn't even get through my monologue i did not get even get through my monologue if you guys want to watch fright nights tonight as a member maybe you'll be one of the lucky ones that gets a gifted member right now my wife and i will be playing alan wake tonight another single gifted from Richard Rodriguez taking us to 104. This is absolutely insane. Aptly named, man. Mayhem just bringing the absolute heat today. Already getting us to just such an insane number of members. It's telling me on the back end. Oh, no, no. It's still counting up the members. Mayhems are just now moving. Another one. From Sincere, another one from True SSJ Havoc, another one from Detonator taking us to 107. This is absolutely absurd. I don't think I have ever had a stream start this way. And a five bomb from Zinthos and takes us to 112. Instead of discussing the topic, I am shoutcasting members. Thank you guys so, so much. And another one from Raven. Thank you guys. It, this is incredible. I can't can't even keep up. Javier Cotto takes us to 114. Thank you so, so much. Javier Cotto. I haven't even popped out the chat yet. I have to pop out the chat so I can like look over here instead of like looking up. Thank you guys so much. Holy moly. Oh my word. You guys are keeping track in chat and I think you're a little bit behind because I have 114. You're putting 112. Another one from Joker Quinn. That's a layup. That's 10 away from 125. We'll see if anybody wants to race to do the 10 bomb. Thank you so much. Feed is in the chat. Good to see you. Feed. I stopped counting. Yeah, they broke it. They broke it. I'm doing my best to count. And five from Dylan Riggs takes us to 120. We've not had a day like this in ever. And 121 because Ula Tech jumps in and does a single. I've got, I got to take a breath here. Come on, guys. Okay, listen. (laughs) We have to have a conversation. I have to be able to do the talk show. (laughs) I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what you guys think. Of the show opening monologue. (laughs) I want to know what you think of today's topic. 
This isn't even Xbox bashing. I'm not even bashing them. I'm saying, why aren't they getting review codes? The publishers are not. Javier Cotto brings in the 10 bomb. And a single comes in from 831 Loco. So we are now at 132. Absolutely insane. I mean it. I mean it. This is not. This is not Xbox bashing. I wanted to buy Alan Wake potentially on my Series X. A single from Ultra Lord, a five bomb from Rissick. Thank you guys so, so much. Taking us to 138. There it is. Just moving the number. Okay, hang on, hang on. Solemn has a question. He's using the Discord because you guys keep just spamming the chat with members. So my question for the people saying the Xbox people are the problem dealing with this for so long, what should we do? Just not buy, download, and uh, play games because we own an Xbox in protest? I, like, I don't think you're the problem, Solemn. A five spot from Row Row Raven. Uh, good morning, Reforge Gaming. Thank you so much. And a single from Detonator. Thank you so much, Detonator, taking us to 130. Nine. Hang on. Let me refresh the back end and give you guys a member count. Because if you guys get us to 2750, I was going to give you another. You, right now, you have two Fright Nights. I was going to give you a third. 2542. We are currently at 2542. I'm going to actively give you guys a count today. Because if you get it, if you guys get it, to 2750 you'll get game night but you'll get a third fright night i'll do another one because people want me to play the one vr um uh switchback game there you go so you're within 200 well ray you're 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 closer than 200 you're like 180 away because i already owe you 20 mine count in the total so you guys are crushing it already a five bomb from saint nil thank you so so much taking us to one 44. You guys are absolutely crushing it. We have not had a day like this in a long time. Thank you so, so much. Ulatech with nine months says, I played for one and a half hours on my PS5. Alan Wake 2 is the Silent Hill we all deserve. High art and fun as heck as a horror fan. You're going to enjoy it. Stacked year 2023. I agree with you. And a bomb there it is the death star comes out again i should have done this earlier takes us all the way to 194 in the blink of an eye this guy's insane that's the second one he's dropped today that is by himself that's over 100 members that is 120 members and a single from brad and a single from javier Cotto takes us to 196 we can't even have a conversation all right The chat's going to buzz for a while. It's going to scroll for a while from the members, okay? So let's talk, all right? Let's talk. This is, to me, a sign of shift in the market. So to Solemn's question, why would I blame the users? Like, how dare you be frugal? It's not your fault. I'm actively taking up for you. I'm like, listen, listen, I've been trying to tell you that Xbox's strategy will turn off third-party developers and publishers. And I was told I was a hater. I was told that I was bashing. No! No! Xbox's strategy is coming to fruition. This is why they needed Activision Blizzard. Because they're turning off third-party devs. So when Jim Ryan said he's spoken to the publishers and they don't like Game Pass... He was probably telling the truth. A single from Trill Troll. Thank you so much, Trill Troll, taking us to 197, right on the doorstep 
of 200 already. Hang on, hang on. Eugene, let me see what Eugene has to say. Eugene says, there's levels to this, Doc, but I think it starts at Xbox versions being finished last by developers. Now there's tons of reasons why this is happening, but that's the core. Why do you think the Xbox versions are being made last? Why? Why? That in and of itself, no matter where you want to put your finger on the vein, Eugene, because you're like, something's wrong here, and you're trying to get a pulse on what's going on. It doesn't matter where you put your finger on the vein of the problem. That is indicative of a deprioritization of Xbox if they're working on the Xbox versions last. Or they're working on the Xbox versions the longest because of the Series S. That means... There's another one. Thank you so much, Raven, taking us to 198. Appreciate you so, so much, Raven. Whew, I gotta take a breath. Creature says, you sure about that? They need some blame. My producer wants to blame some of the, the, the community. He says, I do not think the player base is the problem, but the vocal minority of your community that accepts and defends anything has to take some blame. A company will push as far as they can if even the people they are effing are defending them. I had a conversation this morning with somebody, uh, Shooter Forever. Shooter, I don't know if you're here today. Uh, you know, I was saying that the Gran Turismo uh, 7 user scores on Metacritic, I was like, those were deserved. Those were deserved. They made some terrible decisions when GT7 launched. And look at the scores now. Look at the scores now. And and we kind of went back and forth. And I said, the point I'm making is, is when you hold a company accountable for bad decisions, they'll change their ways. They'll make improvements. And all I've seen from the hyper Xbox loyal, the podcast, the YouTubers, the guys on Twitter, it's like they can do no wrong. It's like you defend everything they do. And it's like if you'd hold them accountable for Forza Motorsport, for example, and the, and the broken promises... You would potentially get fixes faster or changes or they would think differently about shipping stuff that is half-baked or broken or whatever. Like, that's the point. That's the point. A single from Sal takes us to 199 and a five bomb from Terminal Stupidity takes us to two, oh, whoops, 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 204, rolling it over. You are the agent of chaos. Thank you so much, Terminal Stupidity, bumping us over the line to the next goal. A five spot from Shooter Forever. Xbox's focus this gen has been first party and subservice. Like Nintendo is hardware and sales. Do you think Xbox uh, Echo uh, is to help with saturation? Another five bomb from Rissick. Thank you so much, Rissick. Uh, let me bump this up to 209. Yeah, Shooter Forever. Yeah, I just referenced you. You are here. I, I don't know if that would change things, Shooter Forever, and here's why. If they can increase... Let's say that Xbox's strategy with ecosystem starts to work. Okay. And let's say they really, really increase their cloud capacity. They manage to pull it off. Their cloud capacity goes way up. All this and still no feed. I'm telling you, there's something wrong with his, that account, that Mark Miller account. There's something wrong with it. He would have one by now. He's here all of the time. Astro Candy, thank you for 25 months in a VIP. Let's say the ecosystem thing works. You're still going on here got like something like a fuzz or something you're still asking developers to do something that i believe 
they won't want to do. Number one, you're asking them to develop for cloud. Number two, you're asking them to develop for the Series S. Currently, currently, if you play on xCloud, you're playing on a Series S profile. Does that make sense? They will never reach PlayStation sales. They want 50 50 million console sales. Game Pass will still be the focus. Consider everything I said in the show, Open Shooter Forever. Game Pass is lowering the sales of games on that ecosystem. So consider what a third-party person thinks about that. Third-party developer, third-party publisher. Just just stop for just a second, okay? Because this happens a lot. The Xbox guys, not Xbox fans, but like the hardcore Xbox guys are like, this is it. This is the moment. Ecosystem, baby. Ecosystem. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let me grant your point. Let's just grant the point that Activision Blizzard and the ecosystem strategy is going to be great for Xbox. Let's just grant that point. I missed your super chat. Hang on a second. I'll go back. I'm going to grant your point. What do you think that means to a third-party publisher who doesn't benefit from them doing that? Richard Rodriguez with the $2 Super Chat. Xbox user fault, though, assisting in holding back this gen. Thank you for the $2 Super Chat tip. Do you see what I'm saying? Going eco ecosystem focused, going Game Pass focused, going they just bought this you know big publisher right. That doesn't benefit a third party developer or publisher. It's great for Xbox. It's great for existing Xbox Game Pass users. It's great for anybody who gets on Game Pass. Right, that's great value. Those are all good things for Xbox. For existing Xbox Game Pass holders, uh, for potential new Game Pass holders. But third-party devs are going to look at that ecosystem and say, you have fostered an entire ecosystem that prioritizes Game Pass and prioritizes not buying games. That doesn't work for us. That's value destructive. That's not good for us. Your own game sold less because of Game Pass. In Europe, for the first month it was out, Starfield sold 13% less than Forza. And Game Pass had a big boom from Starfield. According to Satya Nadella, it was the single highest single day Game Pass growth. And they attributed that to Starfield. Do you see what's happening? Starfield had an impact and the ecosystem is responding. The consumer base on Xbox is responding. What'd they do? Here comes Starfield. How am I going to play it? Game Pass. So you, you, se- you sell less of Starfield than Forza in the opening month. Can you imagine a publisher looking at that and thinking, well, that's the ecosystem I want to go on. Their own game sold less because people want to play it on Game Pass. If you don't want to go on Game Pass. That's a huge deal. You do realize auto racing in Europe is huge? <laughs> Hilo, you understand that Starfield had way, way more, way more of a marketing budget behind it. 
a significant higher amount of marketing budget behind it. You really think that that's why they're like, well, yeah, people in Europe don't like RPGs and space travel, and they don't like Bethesda. They like auto racing more. I'll grant you there's potentially a regional bias there with respect to liking Forza more, but you also have to remember something. Forza Horizon was having an increase in sales at the time, and they attributed that to Game Pass. A couple of years goes by, and all of a sudden they're saying, yeah, you know, Phil Spencer said that Game Pass increases sales. That's not the case. Game Pass is cannibalistic to sales. Sorcerer with a single gift that takes us to 210 on the day. Thank you so much, Sorcerer. Do you see what I'm saying? They've admitted, according to their own documents, they've admitted that Game Pass is having a cannibalistic effect on sales. So when Forza Motorsport had all those sales, Game Pass was fairly new. Game Pass has affected the hive mind of the user base. Now, again, Microsoft might celebrate that internally. They're like, this is great. This is exactly what we want. We want consumers leaning into Game Pass. You guys are at 2612 on the total member count. 2612, all right? I currently owe you 40. I owe you 40. So that's basically... 2650 we need a hundred more members to hit this goal hundred more and we will hit that goal and you'll get an extra fright night you will get a game night you guys are so close I do know that but Forza is an established franchise for audio enthusiasts and also a more casual game in general so I can see auto racing fans who aren't huge games Kylo listen to me listen to me just stop stop listen to what I'm saying they had the biggest single day game pass growth ever because of Starfield and at the same time they had a 13% lower amount of sales for the whole month you do realize Kylo that for the first week Starfield beat Forza for the first week Starfield beat Forza in Europe for the whole month it fell behind now that could be related to review scores Forza Horizon reviewed better it did Forza Horizon reviewed better than Starfield. That could be related. Word of mouth spread. Word of mouth spread about, you know, Starfield. And, and you know, less people were apt to buy it. You also had a huge injection of people getting Game Pass. So guess what? That huge injection takes away from your sales. For Europe, the point is you're drilling... <laughs> You guys are doing that thing. You're drilling down on one particular point. That was one point in a bunch of points to show there are pockets. There are pockets of people who are more apt to buy Game Pass to play it on Game Pass or not buy the game at all and wait for it to come to Game Pass. If people don't cancel Platinum, if people don't cancel Game Pass, then Game Pass wouldn't plateau. You understand that, right? Like, if what you're saying is true, people don't cancel, then Game Pass would just continually grow. What you're saying is demonstrably false because, objectively speaking, these are facts. According to Microsoft's own admission, Game Pass has plateaued. It has stalled out. 
that means you're constantly getting new while losing people. That's called churn and burn, right? You're getting new people to sign up, but they're also churning out. They're, they're people canceling. If people never canceled, you would never, ever plateau on your subscription model. You would always be gaining people and always going up. It'd be infinite growth. That's a capitalist favorite two words. <clears throat> and yeah, tons of people cancel. It's the reason subscription services plateau. It's the, it's the literal reason they plateau. Do you think that Microsoft will really reach that 100 million subs by 2027? No. No. They're able to juice the number a little bit with uh, Game Pass Core, which were all of the Xbox Live Gold people. Um, that's not going to be enough. And and that's not even like the full Game Pass, right? That shirt is incredible. Is that from the rip? No. This is from EC77. It's down here. It says adapt and overcome. It's David about to chop off Goliath's head. He actually doesn't kill Goliath with a stone, by the way. He stuns him with a stone and he chops his head off with his own sword like a straight baller. Um, that's in the Bible. They call him that. It's, it's, uh, it's like the verse right after he chops his head off. It says like a straight baller. Anyway, this is from EC77. You can use the shirt command. You can go to EC77.co. Use code LONO. Their shirts are super cool, man. Very, very different than like Into the AM or more like street art, more like graphic tees. This is more like I don't even know how to describe these. They're just neat. Playing Starfield on Xbox, I would always have the anxious feeling that things are not as good as I want them to be. I already get that on PC for Starfield. Add 30 FPS, and it feels sucky. I think if they get regular editions of games like Starfield, people might stay subbed. I don't disagree with you, shenanigans. I don't. If you, if they can hit a really steady cadence, like let's just look at next year, and this is related to today's subject, by the way of like Alan Wake reviews not being there for Xbox. I just want you to track with me here. Track with my logic. If next year is this massive year for Xbox, they're throwing a ton of Call of Duty onto Game Pass like every month. That'll be huge for Game Pass growth. It'll be huge for Game Pass subscribers. It'll be huge for that brand. They will be one of the most talked about gaming brands in the in the gaming market they will be they will dominate top of mind marketing next year if they play their cards right keep your eyes on xbox next year it's i think it's going to be a good year for them strongest year i believe 2024 will be their strongest year they've ever had i believe that purely because of being able to take activision blizzard titles and throw them on game pass it's going to be their biggest year yet as a gaming platform it will be they'll generate the most revenue every revenue report next year for them is going to be up compared to this year and all the previous year okay now keep in mind none of that (laughs) is appealing to third-party developers and publishers none of it none of it because what you're doing is you're making it really really hard to want to go to that platform you're making it really hard to want to go to that platform Do you want to go and be on Game Pass? Do you? Because you're going to get drowned out by all the Activision stuff. You know? You're going to get drowned. Nobody's going to pay any attention to you. Conversely, if you're not on Game Pass, nobody's going to pay pay any attention to you on on that console. 
I told y'all, I said, listen to me now, before before the deal got closed, I said, if this deal closes, there is the distinct possibility that they drown Game Pass in Activision titles, and they make it really unappealing for other titles to jump on Game Pass, and then they make it really hard to be successful on their platform if you're not on Game Pass, which is a double whammy, which will drive third-party developers and publishers away from their platform. So next year could be a huge year for Xbox, but it could expedite what we are seeing right now, evidenced in review code distribution deprioritizing Xbox as a platform. Do you, do you like? Do you see where I'm going here? It's like this is not at all bashing. This is be careful what you wish for, man. Be careful what you wish for. Everybody wanted this. Y'all really excited. You know, the hardcore Xbox fans were like, yes, this is going to be so good for us. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it will. It, for a little while. It will for a little while. But. I think it's going to have other unforeseen. What's the word? Um. What's the word? Unintended consequences. I couldn't think of the word. Unintended consequences. Guys, do me a favor. We're almost an hour into the stream. Over 700 people here. If you're enjoying the conversation, if you're enjoying the conversation, take a second and smash the like button. Uh, if you want to talk in my chat, you need to be a subscriber. Subscribing is totally free. If you want to join this number over here, we're well on our way to a big milestone. We're trying to hit uh, 2750. You guys are like, 80 members away or so from hitting 2750 I know you guys can do it that'll unlock community game night that's a members only thing it'll unlock a third fright night we're going to do a fright nights tonight just for members my wife and I will be playing Alan Wake 2 you don't want to miss it so make sure you guys have all the notifications and everything turned on as well Disagree. People don't subscribe to Game Pass for old games they are going to subscribe for new games day and date day and date games and Game Pass is the driver for Game Pass I don't agree with you, Corey. I do not agree with you. Do not underestimate the power of nostalgia. People seeing classic Call of Duty games hitting Game Pass. Brother, that'll be compelling. People will be like, wait, what? All of them? <laughs> I mean, not immediately. Not immediately. I think they'll add them like each month. Think about what that enables Xbox to do. Think about what that enables Xbox to do. That allows Xbox to every month say, hey, we are putting really, really strong SEO relevant title, great search volume. Everybody's always talking about it and thinking about it. We're putting that game on Game Pass. Do you know the marketing value that game has? (laughs) Like every month they get to say, we have another call of duty for you <laughs> like that's great that's that's extremely potent marketing power why is game pass stagnant if this is the case well i think that's a fair question bv i think xbox is experiencing the subscription stagnation that all subscriptions are feeling disney hulu netflix everybody ps plus no I the, the the plateau of Game Pass is not something that's unique to them. Like they made a mistake and that's why they've stagnated. Everybody's experiencing that. However, 
they have never had the cadence of recognizable property that they're about to have. I wasn't sure what word I wanted to use. They will have high high volume recognizable property that they can throw on there every month for the foreseeable couple of years. And so that, I think, will help them grow Game Pass. It will. It will. I don't think it will make them immune to plateau. I still think submodels plateau. They just do. There's only so many people that are going to sign up. The reason Game Pass will always have the ability to inject new users is because they'll eventually start being able to incorporate mobile users into Game Pass. So if you listen carefully, Phil Spencer told you what they're going to do. If you listen carefully. He was speaking, I believe it was with the Brazilian regulators when he said that they had felt Game Pass had plateaued on console. Now track with me. This is worrisome if you're a console user. He says, yeah, we, we, we feel we plateaued on console and their console saturation is really bad. I mean, it's bad, okay? It's not looking good. If you bought a Series X... You're you're in you're probably in the worst position. Out of anybody who bought consoles this gen, you're the worst off. You are. I'm speaking for myself here. Okay. So you're you're the worst off. So here, you know, Series X. Because <clears throat> you know, hardware hardware's not looking good for them. So when Phil says that, we we feel like we pretty much plateaued on console. It's so believable because it's like they're not even attempting to flood the market with consoles. They voluntarily constrained the distribution of consoles for cloud. What did he say? He said, well, we really feel we've got opportunities for growth on PC. I feel the opportunities for growth on PC are not nearly as good as cloud and mobile because of Steam. I think Steam is a huge barrier for their opportunity for growth. It's going to be really, really hard to get PC users to do a sub-model where they don't own the games. They don't even want to boot up another launcher where they own the game. You're going to get them to do another launcher where they don't own the game? Like, I, I think that Steam is a huge barrier for Xbox's uh, ecosystem success on PC. So I think their greatest opportunity for growth is mobile and cloud, and that's where they're going to focus. So if you're a console user, that's concerning because it's like, I don't think I'm going to be a priority in a couple of years to Xbox. I don't think I will be. I don't think I'm a priority now. A $5 Super Chat tip from Row Row Raven. The only reason I pay for the PS5 Game Pass is the nostalgia games. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I don't see people subscribing to a service for old games. They will subscribe for new ABK games in the service. I think you're being too... You're being too black and white about it, Corey. You're being too black and white. There are customers that will subscribe for new Activision games. There are also customers that will subscribe for old Activision games. There's both kinds. You're acting as if everybody's exactly the same, and I think that's just too narrow. That's just too narrow. What's the average age of gamers? It's like 28 and up, right? I mean, if you're in your 30s and up, What are the games you cut your teeth on? A lot of them are Activision Blizzard games. A lot of them. Fyro, WoW, Call of Duty, Diablo, um, 
Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> if you're in your 30s and up, these games are like household names to you. Right there. Sneaky Wolf said, I'll sign up for old Spyro and Crash games. I, I'm telling you. Dope shirt, sir. Thank you. Thank you. This guy quotes Fibbing Phil, but doesn't put a positive spin on it. What a pony. I'm not sure what you're saying, Scotty B. Are you being are you being sarcastic? Or are you saying I, I misquoted him? And if I did misquote him, where? Where did I misquote him and what did I say that was incorrect? Oh, you're calling him Fibbing Phil. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying I quoted Fibbing Phil, but I didn't put a positive spin on it. I'm a pony. I think I understand what you're saying. You're you're being you're being silly. Shooter forever with a five dollar super chat tip. People forget how big Call of Duty is sometimes. The whole franchise costs four hundred and sixty at half price in sales on Steam, and they have some bangers in there. Shooter, I'm trying to tell people. And this is where I think people lose the forest for the trees. They're like, well, that guy's just a pony. I can say two statements. Xbox going to have a crazy year next year. They really are. They're going to grow Game Pass. They're going to flood Game Pass. If you're a Game Pass subscriber, it's going to be a great year for you. Seriously. Like, buckle up. Twitter's going to be a disaster. Every month. What do you got, Sony? And they're going to be running around with their Game Pass Call of Duty pictures. It's it's going to be going to be real bad for the ponies, okay? It's going to be real bad. <laughs> I'm going to boot up my Series X and play a bunch of old games. Like, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. But I can say that. But I can also say this is going to expedite a problem I've been talking about for a very long time. You are going to make your platform even more unappealing to third-party developers and publishers. You're going to increase that. I can say both. Because I believe both. I firmly believe those things. I'm not being bad faith. I'm not being a hater. I'm like, this is going to be huge. But it's going to really lopside things and it's going to expedite some of the things that I've been talking about. I don't think this is going to be... This isn't going to be good in every category. Right? Every... every something a, something a mentor of mine once told me is that every strength has an underbelly of weakness. Okay. Let's say you're super confident where the, well, the undercurrent or the, I'm sorry, the underbelly of weakness and confidence is you can be prideful. You can be overly confident. You can become, you can become drunk on hubris. Every strength has an underbelly of weakness. So the strength of Activision Blizzard being able to just bolster Game Pass and bolster the Xbox ecosystem. What's the underbelly of weakness? Well, the underbelly of weakness is you're making the platform sort of choke everything else out. Like, it's going to be really hard for third-party developers and even indie titles or AA studios. They're not going to want anything to do with your platform. They're going to be like, why would we want to go over there? We can't compete with Call of Duty or, or World of Warcraft or Diablo or Overwatch or any other big, giant, well-known ABK title. We can't compete with that. Not only that, you're continuing to foster an ecosystem where people don't buy games. You're a submodel. And we're in the business of selling our game. Uh, like, they, ha- they, they have diametrically opposed business interests. Xbox's business interest, and y'all say it, and y'all trumpet this all the time, so don't, don't stop tooting the trumpet now. 
you're like ecosystem 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 game pass go ahead keep blowing that trumpet keep tooting that horn that is microsoft and xbox business interest that has nothing to do with what a publisher developer is interested in they're interested in sales it's like when you try to hire a graphic designer and you tell them you're going to pay them an exposure. They're like, what? <laughs> I, I pay my bills with with money. Thank you. I can't hand exposure to my landlord. Right? Thank goodness I don't have a landlord anymore. <laughs> I have a mortgage, which is not necessarily better, but I don't have a landlord anymore. Isn't PC the one winning the most since it benefits from Game Pass and a bunch of the platforms? Um, I think Xbox needs to put a concerted effort into making the Xbox storefront on PC not be terrible because it's terrible. If they can do that, I think yes. If you're happy to not own your games, there's a growing, there's like a, there's like a, I think we're going to cover this on Monday, like the shakeup at Microsoft, like all the different people they're putting in charge. The guy they're putting in charge of marketing just got done marketing cloud and office 365 for like two decades so I, I wonder what he's going to bring to the marketing of xbox cloud and a submodel piece of software called office 365 anyways we might talk about that monday <laughs> that we we know that's where it's going but if you don't mind not owning your games oh yeah that's fantastic that's fantastic. Sarah Bond is a moron? No, she's not. What's the matter with her? I like her. I, I think she's perfect for that fit. I think she's perfect for that role. But if you don't mind not owning your game, sure. You're, you're making out like a bandit. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Steam is a huge problem. If you want PC user base adoption, I think Steam is like a mountain, a mountain-sized barricade. It's huge. It's massive because they love owning their games. Remember when Phil Spencer said, remember when he said that they lost the worst generation to lose? Do you remember why he said that? Do you remember his reasoning? What did he say? He said that was the generation where everybody was building their digital libraries of games and digital library continuity is incredibly important let's consider that reality when we look at the PC user base if digital library continuity is extremely important you want to know who's built been building a digital library for a whole lot longer than console users PC users. That's a nut you're not cracking. I just don't think so. I don't think you're cracking that nut. I don't think you're getting those people to be like, yeah, you know, I've spent two decades amassing a digital library of video games in Steam, and I will happily go use some submodel separate piece of software where uh, I don't own anything. I just, I, I, they're, they're literally. Exact. They're like the antithesis of each other. They're complete opposites. That's oil and water. Steam users and Xbox Game Pass are 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 
incompatica or whatever the word is. They're not compatible. <laughs> not only does this guy use too many big words, he tries to speak in other languages. What an arrogant jerk. Some would say the endeavor is nutty. <laughs> Paris, Paris, leave. Get out. Uh, Solemn says, clearly not the case if they say yes to the Game Pass offer. Where do those redacted numbers from Game Pass games and lawsuit come from? The figure these companies wanted to put on there? I'm not sure what you're pushing back on, Solemn. You own a license on Steam, not a physical copy? You realize that you use the word own, Kirk. Right? You own the license... You still own something. Correct? If you're getting audio hiccups, Thanaros, just refresh. Yeah, YouTube might be having some issues. I've been noticing some fluctuation in the viewership that typically means people are refreshing the stream, like leaving and coming back. I apologize. That is not something I have control over. That's a front-end youtube issue the back end is performing fine i have no issues i'm on the primary ingest server my bit rate's got a great connection 15 minutes ago somebody ordered some coffee thank you so much borbs i'm going to assume this is you based off of your name uh thank you so much if that was you borbs ordered a bag of light roast the point is the point is is that if you're if you're going to try to grow the, the point i'm making is this i believe the xbox ecosystem has massive growth potential it's where i have no desire to go i have no desire to play on a mobile device i have no desire to play on cloud now cloud can be a great service to me to avoid installing a game cloud can be a great service to me if I'm gaming on the go, but my primary means of gaming is a high-end PC, a PlayStation 5, and a Nintendo Switch, and a Series X. These are this is this is how I like to game. So if Xbox is going to start putting a lot of eggs in the basket of cloud and mobile, cloud and mobile, that's where we can grow the most. I just don't really have any interest going there. That's just not an interest of mine. Now, if cloud can get massively better. As far as I don't think the current features and capacity that xCloud offers is worth talking about. I think it's pretty poor. Now that can change. I believe they intentionally did virtually nothing this year with xCloud. I believe that was by design. I don't think they wanted to do a full court press with xCloud in a year where they were trying to convince regulators to let them buy a publisher for $69 billion. I think they wanted to look less impressive on the cloud gaming front. In the coming years, they will put it in full. They'll put the pedal down, and I believe xCloud will get significantly better. If they're able to do that, the only problem is the internet in my home. All all week, I've had problems with Spectrum. That's my faster internet. I have two internet sources in the house. Golly, that looks dark. Yeah, that's a little bit better. The the white balance made it look like I was sitting in a cave. Um, 
Yeah, you know, so I've had all these issues with my cable. So I have two internet services in the house. AT&T is not as fast, but it's more stable. So I stream on that. And then I put the rest of the house on Spectrum because it's faster. So the Echo and, you know, the, the iPads. My, my son was doing piano lessons this morning. And they used the, my wife's using an iPad because she, she uses this YouTube channel. Um, or this woman's website or something. And it uses YouTube to, to play the, the lessons. And she was like, hey, the Wi-Fi is not working. So I reset the modem again, again. And that right there is a massive potential problem slash barrier slash issue with cloud. I mean, just now we lost a ton of viewers. Why? Because well, YouTube's acting up, right? Well, look at what happened. A little audio hiccup. A couple people have to refresh. A couple people start having problems and we lose a bunch of people. Now imagine that happening in a multiplayer game where... 30 or 40 people start having connection problems or issues. Okay, well, you know, that's going to diminish the quality. So this is why cloud, I think cloud has a long way to go on its own, but then I also think internet infrastructure in America also has a long way to go as well. And those two have to grow in tandem or cloud will will stall out and not... If you don't get customer adoption, then cloud just doesn't matter because you're not. If they're not getting customer adoption, they're not going to dedicate a lot of time to it. Like it needs to be generating money. In order for it to generate money, infrastructure needs to be better, features needs to be better, quality and capacity needs to be better. It's more than just your ISP. It could also be the literal physical separation between you and their node. Yeah, you could have something that's not resolvable. You get routed through a bad node or a bad server. You know. Eugene says, every time I buy a game, I'm adding to a library that will follow me every generation, assuming backwards compatibility remains standard, which I have every reason to believe will. Every purchase cements my choice. And this is where I think the Xbox ecosystem is going to face challenges because, again, I'm going to go back to what Phil Spencer said in the kind of funny interview. All right. Kind of funny interview. He says, single gifted from Dan. Thank you so much. Taking us to 211. You guys are super, super close to the next big milestone. Let me give you another update just in case it was behind. So when Phil Spencer says, you know, uh, we lost the, the, the most important generation. All right. We're at 2607. So we did dip a little bit. We did dip a little bit. We're 2607. Uh, and I currently owe you 40, so you guys really only need like 100. No, not even that. You need like 80. Because mine count in the total. So when he says that they... No, they lost the most important generation. And that was when everybody was like building their digital libraries. What's he saying without saying it? What's he saying? He's establishing... That customer loyalty in the gaming market has been earned. The battle lines, the fight, the war, whatever you want to call it. The loyalty of the consumer was earned with what? A digital library of games. Game Pass doesn't offer you that. Game Pass does not offer you a digital library of games. The minute I cancel Netflix, I don't have access to any of that stuff. It's all gone. Like that. Now, I've purchased movies on Amazon Prime. 
knowing that like every Christmas we're going to watch this, right? And I own I own that. It's mine. I'm establishing, you know, a digital library of movies that I know I'm going to watch on a regular basis with my family and or my wife. And so if Netflix started saying, oh yeah, you can also buy movies and shows over here, I think it would be harder for me to do that because I'm already amassing a library over here. Does that make sense? So it's like, you win the customer's loyalty with a digital library. Game Pass, an ecosystem, there is no digital library. I think that's going to be one of the challenges that Xbox faces. How do you establish loyalty... How do you grow a loyal base of users if they never are growing a digital library? They're always interacting with a catalog. You don't want to know what I think. (laughs) You don't want to know what I think. And I know Phil said they're never going to do this, but Phil says a lot of things. Phil says we're never going to make a game exclusive to Game Pass. I don't believe that that's true long term. I don't. You have to pay for PlayStation Plus to play games you own from previous generations? What? According to Lono, people subscribe to Game Pass to play games they owned in previous generations as well. No, according to me, if you're going to properly summarize me, with I know, I know people don't like properly summarizing an argument when they haven't interacted with it. You've merely ignored it, or now you're just falsely summarizing it. I did not say people subscribe to Game Pass to play games they owned in previous generations. I said some people will subscribe to Game Pass for nostalgic purposes. There were people in chat that literally said they would sign up for Game Pass for nostalgic games. If you're going to interact with my argument, do me the respect of properly summarizing what I say, Corey. You've done this before. It's unnerving. You're, you're too intelligent and you have too much longevity in this community to be acting like that. I didn't say what you just said that I said. I made it very clear. And people in chat seconded it. And they were like, yeah, I would sign up for Game Pass. They're like, I would sign up for Game Pass for nostalgic games. There are people that will. There are also people that won't. They'll be like, I'm not going to sign up for Game Pass until they start putting new games on Game Pass. There's there's different types of customers, brother. Yo, what's good, Doc? Uh, Pear says, you have to remember that computers are rocks that are tricked into thinking by taming lightning. The global electronic infrastructure is extremely complex and there is metric crap ton of changes happening around us at all the time. Everything is built slightly differently, which means nothing is 100% compatible, no exceptions. There will always be hiccups with any service, especially when you have extremely high volumes of services implementing the same sketchy code package from some random guy on the internet nine years ago. Not joking here. Lone Wolf with a $5 super chat tip. Assuming they pivot away from hardware, what will happen to, to my digital library? Attached to your account in the cloud. Where's your digital library right now, Lone Wolf? Is it all installed at this moment on your on your Xbox? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can go and view it. You're like, hey, there's everything I own. And if you get a new Xbox, you're like, hey, there's everything I own. It'll just be attached to your account in the cloud. Like, if they move away from hardware, 
which I believe is a very distinct possibility, then you live in the ecosystem. Your account lives out there in the ecosystem, in the cloud. Split end with a three-month membership renewal. I was at the preview event for Alan Wake 2 and we played on PlayStation or PC, so the review thing makes sense. Xbox has catching up to do. Thank you very much. Let me give you guys a recap because we're not talking Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2 was the catalyst to a larger discussion about Xbox. Okay. Yesterday, and while I'm doing this recap, do me a favor. Smash that like button. Let's hit 400 likes. Keep gifting members. We had a massive, massive day. We only need like 80 more and you guys are going to be done for the month. You'll be good. You'll have hit the big goal that we set. Okay, let me give you the recap while that's happening. At the it, 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 at least hit the like button, all right? We need that. If you, I understand if people are like, hey man, I can't do a membership. That's totally fine. Just watch, lurk, li- like, hit the like button, chat, all those things. That supports me. You, don't, you do not have to do memberships. Okay, so here's the deal. Yesterday, I say to myself, Alan Wake 2 looked a little funky in that trailer. I'm wondering what performance is looking like. So I ask the members in a membership, I was like, what's going on with Alan Wake 2? Where are the reviews landing? And people are like, yo, Digital Foundry says the concerns about performance are unfounded. Things running great, right? Running great. I'm like, sweet. So then a follow-up question. Lone Wolf with a $2 super chat tip. I better be able to access it through PC and not through the cloud. Hey, man. Uh, they want to be everywhere, so I don't think they're going to limit where you can access it. Hilly. Hilly says, come on, let's get this started. Hilly's trying to start a member train and takes us to 212. Guys, one at a time, we'll do it. There's over 600 people here. We don't need people to do what the big boys at the top of the chat did. Don't let these 50 bombs and 20 bombs discourage you, okay? Single gifteds add up, and they're greatly appreciated. Okay, so my follow-up question was, okay, great, great, sweet. Alan Wake 2's performing well, and then I heard that, oh, Digital Foundry only compared PlayStation 5 and PC, and I thought, okay. I said, okay, well, what are the Xbox reviews saying? And people said, there aren't any. I was like, what? And we pulled up Metacritic, and there were three three fairly non-substantive reviews, so there wasn't even... A, an average score on Metacritic for Alan Wake 2 on the Xbox. I'm like, where are the Xbox reviews? What's going on here? So the first thing I think is, well, maybe they didn't send codes to all the Xbox outlets. And someone says, no, Xbox era reviewed the game. And I thought, oh, well, maybe Metacritic is like messed up or something. Maybe it's delayed. So I go to the Xbox era review and the Xbox error review is a PC review. I'm like, what? Why would you do that? Why would an Xbox-centric outlet review a game on the PC? Keithius moves the line. He joins the member train. Thank you so much, Keithius. Takes us to 213. I thought that's interesting. So Xbox Era says, well, we reviewed it on PC because the Xbox codes were delayed or whatever phrase they used. They weren't out as early or something. I was like, what? So I theorized. I said, oh, is that because of the Xbox certification? I'm trying to think of good reasons this might be happening. I was like, oh, well, you know, 
maybe Metacritic is behind. Xbox error reviewed it, didn't they? And then I'm like, oh, they re- read it on PC. And then I'm like, oh, well, the codes were late. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's because of Xbox certification. Hilly with another one takes us to 214. And thank you for the five spot, Kira He. Hey, Reforge, just want to say thanks for your awesome content. Your YouTube stream's a highlight of my day. Thank you very much. I'm like, okay, maybe it was Xbox certification. Well, somebody says, no, 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 that's not it because the publishers handle co-distribution. This was the publisher's decision. And I'm like, how do you know that? We go to Windows Central. Windows Central's article says the publisher distributed. It's unusual. There's way more, you know, PS5 codes out there. And they're like, the Xbox codes were distributed like the day before the embargo dropped. And I was like, what? So I'm immediately like annoyed with the publisher. I'm like, why would you do that? What these Xbox guys are trying to review your freaking game and you give them like a day to do it. So of course they review the PC version because they want to have a review ready to go the day of. This guy is trying to say PS5 runs it better. I've not said that once today. That's simply untrue. I've consistently said... I anticipated Alan Wake 2 running better on the Series X and I was looking for comparisons and couldn't find them. Hilly lays it up. 215 is such a nice easy score waiting for somebody to dunk it to 225 with a 10 bomb. Nice setup, Hilly. I have not once today indicated that the game runs better on PS5. What you're saying is simply untrue. I've consistently said that I expected it to run better on the Series X, which is why I went looking for these reviews. So we're like, okay, what's the publisher doing? Why would the publisher do that? It doesn't make any sense. Alan Wake 2 was just part of the Xbox partner preview stream. I covered it. I was like, the Xbox is handling the marketing. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Alan Wake, the first game, was an Xbox 360 exclusive. So I'm like, okay. There's good reason to think that Alan Wake 2 is going to be better on Xbox. And currently, the tech analysis we're hearing, again, from people that had to rush, is that the Series X is running just fine. It's not running any worse than the PlayStation 5. We're going to have to wait for side-by-sides from Digital Foundry because they ran into the same problem. They couldn't get the dadgum Xbox codes. So somebody says, Lono, this has been going on for a while. And I'm like, what? Great to see you're live again. I've been live for months. I have not taken a break. Um, so I'm like, huh? What do you mean this has been going on for months? This has been going on for a while. What are you, t- what are you talking about? And so they showed me Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen. Let's see where I have it. There's Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen, three Xbox reviews. Not even enough for a score on Metacritic. So I'm like, what? That game just came out. There's not more than three outlets that reviewed it on Xbox? So we started looking at lots of games. Liza P was a day one Game Pass game. Only 23 reviews versus 69 reviews on PS5. And I'm like, what? What? Why would you do that? Why would there be such a disparity there? Oh, you've been gone, Derek. I was like, well, I've, I've been streaming, brother. 
I thought you were saying, hey man, good to see you live again. I was like, I'm not taking a break. You took a break, Derek. That's fine. You're allowed to take breaks. That should turn it around. How dare you take a break from watching, Derek? <laughs> really, let's just make the stream about you. I really think we were all disappointed for the last couple of weeks. We're like, where's Derek? You know, Derek with an A. Sub, uh, sub is it with the $2 super chat tip. Does that say more about outlets than it does Xbox? Well, here's the deal. <laughs> My brother Derek is like, huh? What's going on? Essentially, what I said was this. There seems to be, okay, there seems to be a priority from publishers that they are prioritizing the PlayStation 5 and the PC over the Xbox. Why? Why would a publisher do that? And I think there are three very, very easy answers to come up with. The easiest answer is this is a basic business decision. This isn't animosity. This isn't bias. This isn't anything other than a business decision. The publisher says... All of our marketing and sales projections are predicting this game's going to sell the best on PlayStation 5 and PC. Why? They're larger audiences. There are more PlayStation 5s in circulation, and the PC audience is huge. So, let's distribute codes in proportion to that. Okay? So, that's your first reason. Hardware distribution. PlayStation 5's crushing it. Let's put more reviews out there because more people are going to be looking for PlayStation 5 reviews than there are consumers looking for Xbox reviews. This is not Xbox bashing. This is basic facts. This is a business decision. The second reason. Hilly with another one takes us to 216. Thank you so much, Hilly. Nobody took the 10 bomb bait, Hilly. (laughs) You tried. You tried, Hilberg. You do realize reviewers ask for PlayStation or Xbox or PC codes. It's not the publisher that decides that. That's 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 not an either-or tando, because that's not true. In this situation, they wanted Xbox codes and could not get them. The publishers are deciding to say, here's PS5, here's PC. No, we're not doing Xbox codes until like the day before the um, the day before the embargo. So what you're saying is not is not true. It is true, but it's not true. It's like yes, it is up to it is up to the people to be like, hey, these are the codes I want. But like Xbox era and Windows Central, they wanted Xbox codes proof. It's in their reviews, homie. If you go to Xbox era's review and you go to Windows Central's review, they literally say this. I'm not making this up. This is from them. Those are Xbox centric outlets that are like, we couldn't get an Xbox code. We wanted one, and we couldn't. How is it not true? Because the publishers can determine what codes are sent. You can request an Xbox code. That doesn't mean they're going to give you one, and it doesn't mean they're going to give you one in a timely manner. This is not the first time this has happened. Look at Lords of the Fallen. I'll go look. Yeah, you don't don't have to take my word for it. I, I always well re- well research my topics. 
like that i'm not making this up go read windows central go read xbox era their alan wake 2 reviews state this right at the outset Dubasif with the $10 Super Chat tip says, Even so, why are outlets not putting reviews out after launch? Because I know that doesn't stop an outlet from doing a review because Metro put out their review two weeks after the launch. Okay, uh, this is media bias. No, it's not media bias. So you think Xbox era is, is biased against Xbox? Since when? They gave Redfall a good score. Do you honestly think that? Hilly with a gifted member. Like I'm not trying to have Xbox era catching strays out here, but... The last thing anybody would say about that platform is that they have a bias against Xbox. That doesn't even make any sense. Xbox is in their dadgum name. These are outliers? These are outliers. Ghost Runner 2, Resident Evil 4, Sea of Stars, that's a day one Game Pass game. Lords of the Fallen, Lies of P, day one Game Pass game. Hogwarts Legacy. Outliers? that less reviews are coming out from Xbox consistently this year? It's a pattern. What do you mean? It's not media bias. The publishers are deprioritizing Xbox. They're like, why would we send out review codes for that platform? Why? They have less hardware in circulation. RISIC! With the 20 bomb takes us all the way to 37 to 37 on the way to the next one. He's like, you're not tempting me to do a 10 bomb. I'm going to do a 20 bomb. Um, $2 super chat from shooter forever. Reviewers also asked for PS five Starfield code. No, they didn't. I don't, you're just making, you're spending $2 just to make stuff up. Or maybe that's a, that's supposed to be a joke. Yeah, what Solomon is saying is, like, listen, if you're going to claim media bias because they won't go back and do an Xbox review later, homie, okay, so track with me here. I want you to imagine that you write for a blog and you get a lot of clicks and the name of your blog is I Love Xbox Games, okay? And it's time for you to review Alan Wake 2. And they will give you a PC code, but they will not give you an Xbox code. What are you going to do? Well, you want relevancy. You want clicks. So, what do you do? You get the PC code and you review Alan Wake 2. Why? It's good for business. It establishes you as an authority on games. You're covering something that's relevant. You're covering something that's new. If you don't have your review out the minute that embargo drops, you're behind. You're forgotten. No one cares about you. Now, would you review the game again on Xbox? Because what would really change in your review? All you'd really be able to do is talk about basically performance differences. It's the same game. It's not like there's going to be different missions or different outcomes or different things. It's the same game. So essentially, at that point, you wouldn't be doing a review of Alan Wake 2. You would be doing... A technical comparison but if you're not a technical breakdown technical comparison source why would you do that it wouldn't make any sense and you're gonna get way less clicks and way less relevancy and way less money from that time you have limited time there's only so many games you can play so many games you can review you expect these Xbox outlets to go back and review the game again 
on a on the Xbox platform. They've already reviewed it on PC. And do what? What are they going to say? That's why I said it puts them in a really, really tough spot. I took up for the Xbox Atlas today. I'm like, this puts them in a really tough spot. They have to write a review. They want to stay relevant. And what AOZ is saying, it's not their job to do redundant work. The publisher made this decision, not the media. You should be questioning that. The media bias. The publishers are preferring PlayStation 5 and PC. Why do you think that is? It wasn't a joke that actually happened. Yes, I'm sure there was an army of reputable and respectable and real review outlets that asked for Starfield on PlayStation 5. I'm sure that really happened from respectable outlets that we care about. Dubasiv says it's their job, though. What's their job? It's what they get paid to do? No. You don't seem to understand how this works. They are not paid to do anything. They make money from ads. They make money from clicks. And if you don't have a review the day the embargo drops, you're going to get less clicks. Look at what Windows Central is doing. Do you see what they're doing? They publish their review when the embargo dropped, and then they keep updating it. Jez is like adding his comments about Series X and S. He's not publishing a second review. Don't you see? What do you expect him to do? He, His platform, his business is, I got to get clicks, I got to get ad revenue. He's not going to write a second review in a couple of weeks that'll get less clicks and less ad revenue. That's a waste of his time. There's other things he could be writing, other things he could be doing. Time is the most valuable currency you have. And so, if he's writing a second review of Alan Wake 2, it means he's not writing something else. It means he's not working on something else. It means he's not playing something else. Do you understand? Like You can't do that in this industry. Ever moving forward. Always a new subject. We live off of vapor. Hey, everybody cares about this. Pfft, nobody cares. Everybody's really talking about this game. Pfft, nobody cares. It's like that. Like that, it's that quick. That's why it puts these guys in this position. You're asking the wrong question. You should be asking, why are publishers doing this? Hilly wants to see 400 likes. Catwalk wants to see the membership go up, and he takes it to 238. Thank you so much. I will gift all the members that I owe you today. Harbinger with another gifted member. I will gift all the members that I owe you guys today in the second stream of the day, which I will be playing Alan Wake 2 in the second stream today. Hilly wants to see 300 members. Hilly with a two-spot super chat. I would copy and paste my PS5 review for Xbox. Yeah, it would serve no purpose. It would serve no purpose. Because they would say, here are my thoughts on the story that I already wrote. Here are my thoughts on the combat that I already wrote. Uh, Here are my thoughts on the length of the game that I already wrote. Here's one new paragraph about how the game performs on the Xbox. Is it out now? Yes, it is. 
The game is out now. It's scoring very well. It performs well on the Series X. It performs well on the PS5. It performs well on PC. The only place we're hearing about like inconsistent frame rate and not, you know, the graphics aren't as great is obviously the Series S. That's not surprising. TJ Rage with a single gifted. That's a 10 bomb right there away from 250. We'll see if anybody takes the bait. Nice layup, TJ. So can you explain why they went back and reviewed PS5 version of Baldur's Gate 3? Yes, I can. I have a feeling you could figure this one out yourself. But I'll do it. It was a staggered look. I'm trying I'm trying to be nice. Come on. This is so obvious. I'm trying to be nice. It was a staggered launch, brother. It was a staggered launch. Do you know what that means? It means suddenly it was relevant again. Dad not good takes it all the way with the 10 bomb to 250. Thank you so much. And Hilly says, Lono, it's my birthday. Guys, it's Hilly's birthday, and he wants to see 400 members. That's what he's asking for, so you better give it to him. Dad not good with 21 months in a VIP. Welcome back. There's no spin here. Okay, I am actually going to go really slow with this because it isn't fair to expect you to understand how relevancy works. This is literally what I live off of as a YouTuber, okay? All right. I'm going to be fair to you. I'm going to be fair to you. I'm going to presume that you're coming at this from good faith and you're not just like trying to make some some silly you know, silly bad faith argument. So the way relevancy works, 17 months from legend and a VIP, welcome back. The way relevancy works is when something launches, the lead up to the launch, like announcement, gameplay, and launch, those are like the biggest moments for the game. Borbs with a gifted, thank you so much, and he rolls it over Agent of Chaos at 251. So, when something has a staggered release, Dustin with 15 months, thanks so much for jumping back in. When something has a staggered release, those staggered releases give like a bump to relevancy. Why? Because the game's already been out and all the PC guys have been like, it's so fun, we're having a great time. And then when it hits PlayStation 5, like a month later, three weeks later, whatever the time period was, I forget the exact amount of weeks. It was close to a month later. It was something like that. Suddenly the relevancy is back up. Why? The search term Baldur's Gate 3 PS5 review suddenly grows in value. When when it hits Xbox, PlayStation, and PC all in the same day, those search terms are at their highest. A couple of weeks later, they are no longer relevant. Do you understand the difference? I'm I'm genuinely trying to be super super charitable about this because it seems like such an obvious thing but you just may not be thinking about how relevancy works in this in this world and the guys that write these articles and the guys and gals that do these reviews they understand everything i just outlined 
They they understand it. That's what they live off of. So no, it makes no sense for them to loop back and do an Xbox review in a couple of weeks because the relevancy's gone. Something else is more relevant now. I have a bunch of people to thank. Hilly with the gifted. Rodrigo with the gifted. Ant with the gifted. V-Game Veteran with the gifted. Abe with the vif- gifted. A five-member train. Look at that. All singles taking us to 256. And a two-spot from Predator. Happy birthday, Hilly. They're just not thinking at all. I'm Again, again... If, if I asked a question about welding to like a YouTuber that does welding, I could see him be like, <laughs> can you, <laughs> this guy asked that question? Like, I'm like, I don't weld. Do you see, like people that don't do YouTube and game reviews, they might not understand. They're like, I don't understand. Why wouldn't you do the review in a couple of weeks? I just explained it. It would make no sense. K.Cole, the $5 super chat. PlayStation games going to PC is a good example of this. Yeah, when it comes to PC, all of a sudden you're getting game reviews of God of War like years later. Sub is it with a $2 tip. So don't expect reviews for Xbox version of Baldur's Gate 3. No, you you should. Ex- I just explained to you why you should expect that. I, I Now I feel like you're not listening and I feel like there's some bad faith going on. I just explained to you why it would be relevant and worthwhile to do that. I, I, I just walked it out so plainly, brother. I can't make it any plainer than that without bringing a dry erase board into the stream. When there's a staggered release, relevancy gets an uptick again. There's no staggered release. Alan Wake 2's available everywhere right now. There's a difference, man. If you can't see the difference and my explanation's not sufficient to show you the difference, then I don't think I can help you. I feel like it's so obvious. Ant with 26 months of membership. Thank you. A two spot from John Always. Happy birthday, Hilly and Magic Dolphin. Luke Stevens' review of Alan Wake 2 is worrying. What's worrying about what he said? Everybody's giving it pretty high marks. What what did he what did he drill down on? My main concern is performance. I was worried we were going to get a Jedi Survivor situation where um, everybody's like, nines, tens, yeah! And then I play it, and I'm like, this thing runs like crap, because like that's what happened with Jedi Survivor. Still saying PS5 is better than PC and Xbox? No, I haven't said that. And that's the second time today you've said something false, because you're trying to stoke fires and cause problems, and you're not engaging in good faith. Like, I literally did not say that. I haven't said that once today. Just moments ago, I said, in a quick summary statement, I said, Alan Wake 2 is running well on Xbox Series X. It's running well on PS5. It's running well on PC. The only place we're hearing about performance issues is the Series S, which is understandable. I have not once indicated today that the game is running better on PS5. I've not once indicated today that the PS5 is better. I haven't said that once. When was the last time Xbox was the lead platform of a third-party game? It was the 360. It was. Ant 
with five gifted members. Puts us right there. Man, you guys are crushing it. 261 out of 275. Hilly with a two spot says, your community is the best. Hilly said he wanted 400 gifted members today. You guys, you guys are, you, you, Hilly, you're going to have to settle for 300, I think. I think we're going to get to, we might be able to get to 300 for you, Hilly. Uh, what did Subasif say? You guys are saying he's capping. What did he say? Hang on, hang on, hang on. He said, I'm not going to bang the drum. What drum? I can't, unfortunately. Okay. So you genuinely, this is willful ignorance. You're being willfully ignorant or bad faith. You are. I'm calling a spade a spade. You are choosing to be ignorant because you can't see the difference between a multi-platform launch, every every platform gets the game right now, and a staggered launch. You can't see the difference between Baldur's Gate 3 hits PC, and then a month later it hits PS5. And when it hits PS5, there's a surge of interest again, and there's an increase in search and relevancy. When it lands all on the same platform, everybody's searching for views right then and there, and then weeks later, there's less people searching for those reviews. If you can't see the difference, you're choosing not to see it. You're choosing to be ignorant which is foolish you're acting like a fool which means i don't interact with you anymore because responding to a fool according to his folly makes me a fool so i'm done with you you're being willfully ignorant you're a fool which means you don't get my attention anymore i've went the distance patiently explaining this to you so you're now getting ignored that's the only conclusion i can come to hilly with a two spot can we drown out bad faith with membership gifts and abe says i'll do it for you and he gifts a member to 262 Thank you very much. Hilly with a gifted member does it again and pushes it up a little bit more to 263. And I can't help but think that it's another gr- it's another gray name using low dollar super chats to bait me so that you can feed clips. Like I cannot help but think it's the same pattern every time and you made your account 2 days ago. So, this is your last day here. Thanks for the money. And I know that'll get clipped. I know this will get clipped, but I know what you're doing. Your account is two days old and you're using low dollar super chats to force me to engage with your bad faith, willful ignorance so that you can feed clips on the internet. That is just absolutely pathetic. I wish I could push a button and refund your money. I wish I could because I don't want it. Please stop. It is super, super unhealthy to continue to do this. Just stop. Solemn with a gifted. Ederlop with a gifted. Thank you very much. That's a 10 setup right there. 265 out of 275. Just Zello me the money, I'll take it. I swear I checked his account the other day and it was older. I swear I did. I swear that name was familiar. And I swear to you, I checked it the other day and it was older. I, I swear. And I just checked and I was like, it's a two day old account. Oh, big surprise. A gray name, two day old account doing doing low dollar tips, driving, driving bad faith takes. Like, gee, many Christmas. A two spot from Kira He. I just love how you handle the trolls. Keep it up. Thank you. 
about the new footage from the day before? Did they release new footage of Dayworld? Could be making similar account names. It's possible. It's possible. Uses money to grow members. Yeah, how much did he tip? I'm, I'm, no, dead serious. No, that's a good call. That's a good call. I'm going to my supers right now. Every cent he gave me, I'm using to gift members. Let me look. Let me add it up here. Five. That's one. Two dollars. Seventeen dollars. Another four. That's twenty-one dollars. Another five. That's twenty-six dollars. Another two. That's twenty-eight dollars. He gave me twenty dollars yesterday. Forty-eight dollars. Good night. Wait, is this the same guy? It's a different guy. Yes, I just went to a different account that's back in the 20 that's back a couple years ago. What the frick? Oh no, no, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. It, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it said I thought it said 2013. It's 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it correctly. About $50 worth. He's giving me $50 worth of tips on a very very fresh account. He gave me a bunch of money yesterday. So I'm going to take that $50 right now. I'm taking that $50 and I'm gifting 10 members to the community. This has nothing to do with this. This has nothing to do with this. I'm taking your 50 bucks that you used to troll my channel and I'm giving it to the community. Probably the best middle finger I can give you without actually doing it. 50 bucks, I don't want your money. I'm giving it to the community. And that counts toward the member goal. Excellent idea, Eugene. He might be abusing some refund system. You can't do that. You cannot do that. He has already given his money to YouTube, which if he tries to recharge that back, he's got to fight with YouTube, not me. It's not like when you do PayPal and you do a chargeback. He has paid YouTube, so... You want to go toe-to-toe with YouTube and Google, you can go right ahead. Go right ahead. <clears throat> What's the member count? Let me give you one. Let me give you one. 2672. 2672. You guys are about... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because I owe you 40... I owe you 50 members. So hang on, hang on. So 2672 plus the 40 that I owe you. No, I'm sorry, the 50. 2672 plus 50. You guys are at 2722. We are 30 members away from the goal. 30, because mine count. So seriously, if you guys do what hilly asked for if you hit 300 members we got it we got we got game night we'll get 2750 you'll get game night you'll get a third fright night well that'll be every single thing that we set for this month well no we have uh, we have fight night as a stretch goal to 3000 
and then we have the stretch goal for Gollum, but those are those are way out there. We're we're more focused on the twenty seven fifty, so we're like thirty members away from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five from Kurahi, thank you so much. I appreciate that taking us to two seventy. And one from Hilly, thank you so much. Taking us to two seventy one. And Ten Bob from Resic comes in and takes us to two eighty one. The man himself. He's the agent of chaos. He rolls us forward. Unbelievable. And a single from RPG. And a, and a five bomb from Lone Wolf. That's going to take us to 87. And Gemini Christmas. And a 14 spot says, Happy Friday. Thank you so much, Ica Gang. Going in. And we've got one from Kale. And five. I can't keep up with this. And five from Zyrosword. And one from JC. And one from Solomon. And ten from Keithius. And five from Siege Master. Unbelievable. Hang on, I gotta add these up. That's gonna be 21, 2, 3. That's 23 and 10 from Sorcerer. That's 33, 287, and 33. You guys are absolutely incredible. I can barely keep up. I can barely keep up. I, I'm actually having to add this up. I want to make sure I don't mess this up. That's 320 out of 325 and a single from Hex. And Javier Cotto comes in with the 20 bomb and takes us all the way to 241. It's it. It's here. We did it. We hit the frickin' 2750 for game night and a single from Rodrigo. Thank you so much, Rodrigo. Javier Cotto is my Raul. <laughs> He's my Raul. I get to yell his name and it's so fun. And another one from Trill Troll takes us to 243. Unbelievable. And 16 months from Kale. And she says, the best community, by the way, I ordered coffee. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Kale says, give me some of that goodness. And it's two bags of light roast. Thank you so, so much. Appreciate that. And another one from Detonator. Yeah, you guys earned a third Fright Night. You're going to get to see me say Switch, play Switchback as well on the VR. And you also uh, unlocked the... Um, yeah, uh, um, uh, I can't think of the stinking name. You unlocked the <laughs> Game Night. Game Night. Another one from Trill Troll. And another one from Catwalk taking us to 346 absolutely fantastic Eugene that was got that's got to be one of the best things we've ever thought of doing <laughs> I think that's the answer moving forward if they're going to use super chats to troll and disrupt use your cut to gift members yeah exactly if we catch some brand new account gray name doing bad faith super chats to disrupt I'll just take all the money they give me and I'll gift it back to the community that's that's exactly right I think that's that's got to be one of the best one of the best reverse Uno card plays I've ever seen somebody come up with. I, that was a stroke of genius, Eugene. Hex, with 23 months in a VIP, your hard work has built this community, man. Keep up the awesome content. Thank you very much. We've unlocked everything. Weather reports. Yo, what's good, Alejandro? Uh, okay, so 346. Let's hit 350. There it is. Liquid. Liquid Smoke says there ain't no way we're not hitting 350 and takes us to 351. You know, I mean, Hilly asked for 400. So, I mean, that's on you guys. If you want to give him 400 for his birthday, Richard Rodriguez of the $2 spot says, Lono, what's your cut of each membership? Uh, YouTube does 70-30. YouTube does 70-30. Uh, Twitch does 50-50. 
some people had 70-30 on, uh, on Twitch, but they took it away. It's 50-50 over there now. Let me give you guys a count. You guys might actually be able to unlock the big one. You guys actually might be able to do it. Halo game night, amazing. Thank you for the two spot. You guys want to do Halo for community game night? We can do Halo. Halo is kind of back in a good spot, man. People are talking. We had so much fun with Halo back in the day. He hates Xbox. Yeah, that's why I did like five community nights. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. So I owe you 60. I owe you 70. I owe you 70 members, and we are at 2758. Okay, 2758 plus my 70. We are at 2828. That we're extremely close to 3,000. All right? 3,000 is supposed to be fight night. I tell you what we'll do. I tell you what we'll do. This is 3,000 now. That's your stretch goal. If you guys can hit 3,000 members before the end of this month, we will do the golem. Right? Fortnite OG map for community night. Oh, that would be fun too, Eugene. The o- they're going back, aren't they? I think they're going back. If you guys can hit 3,000 members in October, I'll give you the stretch goal. I have to play Gollum. Every time I complain, I have to gift a member. After Gollum, the next one, we have stretch goals for like really, really bad games. The next one will be the King Kong game. Um, Solemn with 24 months. These gray names got to come in with better troll message. They're getting a little dusty. You guys have noticed there are people with the name. You see how Solemn's resub message says Reforge Writer? We have changed the name of that tier. Reforge members are the standard members, the gifted members. Reforge Writers are a dollar up from that, and you get to be a part of the writer's room. You get to plan and be a part of basically writing the next day's shows and monologues, which today's show is brought to you in part by the Reforge Writers, because they helped Eugene and others researching in the Discord, going and looking at the Metacritic scores, looking for these patterns, looking for these issues with reviews. That was something that happened because of the Reforge Writers. So if you want to upgrade to be a Reforge Writer, that's an extra segment we do at the end of the day now. It's so much fun. It's an awesome segment at the end of the day. You guys literally help form and shape the shows. So thank you very much. That's incredible. So we're like 2828. That means you guys need 2828. So if you guys got 100, that'd be 2928. That would take you to 48. You need, if you guys want the Gollum thing, you need like 150, I think. I think 150 would get you there because mine count in the total. My, my memberships count in the total. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really appreciate what you guys have been doing with the channel, what we've been doing as a community. You know, we've been trying to focus on just being, just, just, I mean, today obviously isn't exactly what I would say is a positive stream, but I felt like this is a problem. This is a frustration I have as a consumer, and I think this should frustrate, you know, Xbox consumers. It should frustrate them to be like, come on, man, where are the Xbox reviews? What's going on here? Why are publishers doing this? Dan says, check for writer's stat. It's definitely a fun show. Thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate that. Yeah, VIPs get access to everything. There is one extra segment a week for the VIPs where you get an unfiltered stream with me and my producer and sometimes 30 and still gaming. So that's a great reason to go even higher. But primarily, right now, our focus is just if you want to sample even more of the members content is become a reforge writer it's really really fun 
shaping a show with a group of people it's just a blast like I never thought I would be doing something like that it's a really really unique opportunity so and can we get 20 more likes on this video man there's over 500 people here we should easily easily be able to do that that's that's a, that's an easy one it's not a positive stream but we talked about it in a positive way it's been a pretty chill stream so far I mean, I'll get transparent. We're not in members, but I'll get transparent. I've made a concerted effort to not do the, you know, take the bait, beat on a troll for 20 minutes, right? Even that guy today, I was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to assume this is good faith and I'm going to try to be as careful as I can, as patient as I can. And then I was like, I saw what was going on. And even then I'm just like calmly like, man, get out of here. Please stop. This is just a nuisance. Just leave us alone. Leave me alone. This doesn't make any, this is weird. But like, it did in the past like I, I didn't like being snippy angry arrogant like I don't like that I don't like that side of me it's easy to get provoked into that when people are coming after you attacking you misrepresenting you it's easy to get reactionary and I've made a concerted effort to not do that and I hope you guys feel the benefit in the show quality because my concern is show quality not being right okay it's really easy I have you know narcissistic ego tendencies to be like I gotta be right Um, I think that makes for good content because I enjoy sparring debating discussing but it needs to stay in a in a healthy place for me and for the show and for you so I hope it's been something that you guys have enjoyed because last couple of weeks I've significantly tried to adjust and tone some of that tone some of that down and we've avoided certain subjects just because we know what it'll bring and what it'll lead to. But today, I didn't even want to do this show, but the more I looked at it, I was like, I have to do this show. I this this is this is not a this is not something I can ignore. Um, you know. <clears throat> I appreciate it. it's better for everyone. I appreciate that. <clears throat> okay, okay. What okay, it's two we're two hours into this stream. We are two hours into the stream. It was a very good explanation for how relevancy, relevancy determines what content comes out and when. Yes, like I feel that's valuable for you guys to know. Like, Really put yourself in the position of imagine that you're Windows Central or imagine that you're Xbox era. Like, you don't have a choice. Like, What are we going to do? Not have a review? You know what I mean? Like, It puts them into an impossible situation because you could you could go to them like hey why aren't you guys doing it on xbox and they're like what do you want us to do give you like a six hour review like slam it together really fast like it's not fair to them to expect them to do that and that's why i give i gave jez Corden a shout out i was like listen i do not always agree with this guy but he's doing the due diligence he got the code for Xbox and immediately started testing it on Series X and Series S so that you would have some information as a consumer. Give that guy his credit. You know? Help him out. Because that that's work. You know? Who knows? He might have foregone sleep for that or something. We're at 397 on the likes. We're right on the cusp of 400 likes. Thank you guys so, so much. It was too good of a topic to pass up, especially once we started seeing things like, I think this was the death knell for me. I was like, I got to talk about this. Lords of the Fallen just came out and it didn't score that well. And it's not the greatest game. It's kind of rough. And Xbox doesn't even have a score on Metacritic because there weren't enough people reviewing it. Like that to me was like, I got to talk about this, dude. This is not, this is not helpful. This is a pattern that I think is, is, is unfortunate. The Kong game 
Would you guys rather me play the Kong game instead of Gollum? We had Gollum first up in the Lono has to play a bad game incentive. You guys are going to have to scramble. You guys have already gone crazy. This is nuts right here. 350 is nuts. To do another 150 on top of that's crazy. You're going to need you're going to need some of the big boys to come out of the woodwork that aren't here right now. I don't know if you can call them on the bat with a bad signal, but I we we you guys got a ton. You got three fright nights, you got a community game night, you guys got a lot. I think Gollum. I think we go with Gollum. That was the first one and then we'll do Kong after. Every month Every month, we will have a stretch goal for me to play a really, really bad game. Okay? So if you guys want to hit Gollum this month, I'm telling you, you're going to have to bat signal some of the big boys because it's going to be 150 is a tall order. Unless 150 of you all do a single one right now, which I just, we've, we've tried that before, and it usually is only about, you know, five to ten people throw in. You got until when? End of this month. But here's the problem, Abe. We're on the cusp of a weekend. You're going to lose a bunch of members over the weekend. Like, you're going to hit the ground running on Monday and be, and it's going to be harder. Like, today would be the day to do it. So, I'm happy with where we are. <laughs> but if y'all are like, man, I really want that golem, you know, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough climb if you wait till Monday. Biggie says, come on, let's try it. <laughs> and he bumps us to 352. Thank you so much, Biggie. He throws one in and says, listen, Many hands make light work. We can do this. Right now, I owe you 70 members. So I'm counting mine already as if we have them. I'm counting 70 in the total. Does that make sense? So currently, if we count my 70, we are at 2759 plus my 70. We are at 2829. Just round it up to 2830. So 28. 30. You need 3,000. I'm lowering the stretch goal, by the way. You need 170, but you don't need 170 because I'll gift. You only need, like, 140 or something like that. Biggie's like, yep, let's get it. <laughs> Biggie's calling on y'all. Look, if, Big, if Biggie... I'm just gonna say it, man. If Biggie's asking y'all to, to, to step up, I mean, I would. I mean, hey, I already threw some in, too. I threw in 10 bonus from the troll <laughs> I threw in 10 bonus from the troll I would enjoy Kong the Kong one looks really funny <laughs> a 20 bomb from Smiley he says I'll take a chunk out of this no problem he throws down the gauntlet that gets us really close 372 gee many Christmas that's a big one Smiley thank you so much wow Wow, he just made it a little bit easier. <laughs> nice job, Smiley. Cheapers. That's a big one, dude. I got to drink some water. You guys have me shouting today. Big day. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while since we have a day like today. You guys went nuts. You guys went nuts. I really appreciate it, man. I do. We've been putting the work in. Thank you so much, Lone Wolf, for bumping the line. 373. We've got a little bit of time to kill here. We do. Cristiano Souza with a five spot takes us to 278. That's Agents of Chaos right there pushing us past the goal and mush 
379. One from Lone Wolf. Mick D09 takes us to 380. That's a 20 bomb layup right there. We'll see if anybody else wants to tag team with Smiley. And another one from Andrew. Look at this. Names we didn't even see yet today are saying, come on, we can do this. Lone Wolf's like, come on, boys. Keep bumping the line. You love to see it. Thank you so much, Lone Wolf. If you guys get a gifted member, man, you guys are in for a treat. Joker Quinn with a gifted as well. Tonight, we're going to be playing Alan Wake 2. I'm going to play it in a little bit for you. It's going to be a second stream. I'm going to play Alan Wake 2 this afternoon. But I'm going to be playing it tonight with my wife for members. It's the first of three Fright Nights that I owe you. You guys have earned so many Fright Nights because you've been so generous. Five from AOZ. Thank you so much, AOZ, taking us to 288. You're the man. Thank you so much. Yeah, tonight's going to be so fun, dude. Me playing scary games with my wife is an absolute treat. If you're a member, we have a playlist of us playing through the quarry. It is hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious. You don't want to miss that. You really, really don't. Ward Huff gifts a member and takes us to 289. And a single from Spence that takes us to 390. That's a 10 bomb layup. Thank you so much, Spence. Hilly's going to crap himself when he comes back to 400 members it's what he asked for watch Lono on the jump scares tonight okay yeah so your fright nights tonight's Alan Wake 2 next week is going to be don't scream where if you scream you die like you hook up your microphone uh, to it or whatever a 50 bomb from Donkey Sausage coming in off the top rope and he says I'm going to do the big one Oh my gosh. And takes us to 440. Somebody put out the absolute bat signal and Donkey responds. He comes in all the way from downtown where the donkeys live. I don't know what that means, but Donkey Sausage with an absolute monster. And Face comes in and says, we're not done. I'm going to do one. Takes us to 441. Thank you, Face 2012. Donkey Sausage is the best name in the chat. It is a pretty good name. It is a pretty good name. (laughs) Y'all going to break Lono's counter? There's only enough room for triples, triple digits. We've never gotten over, over like, you know, into the thousands. That would... That's not ever going to happen, all right? But that's why we made it that size. That's big enough for the biggest we can do. <laughs> that's big as for the big enough we can do. I need to check the total after all these hit the chat. I got to check the total. Good golly. Off the top rope, dude. Right off the top rope. Jeepers. Donkey just flexing on the chat. He's just taking over. Just taking over. Is it done? I think it's done. All right, let me refresh the back end. Let me give you guys a count. Because now I owe you... um, I owe you 20 for each. I owe you 80. I owe you 90. I almost owe you 100. Oh, my gosh. I owe you 90. So, 2938. 2938. Yeah. You're basic... I, I believe you're about 60. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because I would throw in. So you're 50. You're 50 away from the stretch goal of 3,000. And that's everything. That's everything. That's that's every incentive that we had. <laughs> I was just downtown. There were, in fact, no donkeys. What a day. Congrats. Thank you, Vithar. Holy gifted. Yeah, y'all went nuts. 
Y'all went nuts. I'm going to gift everything I owe in the next stream. Catwalk's like, come on, y'all. Is this a new record? I believe the record in a single day, I forget where I put it. I think it's in the 600s. I can't even explain what happened that day. Where did I do that? Um, Rodrigo! Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where is it? No, that's not it. Where's my room? Did you literally delete my room? I had an admin... Mm. I had an admin room and I you That's really irritating. <laughs> I had an admin room, it was an old mod room in the Discord and someone has deleted it. And I put the record in there. I had the record for the most members and then I had the record for most members in a day. Y'all quit messing with my stuff. Like it's mine. Oh boy, that's not why would somebody delete that room? Creature says, I didn't delete some. Somebody did it, man. You guys keep deleting my stuff. It wasn't Creature. I think it might have been one of the community. I don't <laughs> want to start. It's, it's mine. Probably just minimized. No, it's gone. It's not there. The admin room is gone. I literally, it was an old room. And I just start, I repurposed it. I just started using it to track all of the um, all the member uh, milestones. I guess I should have just it's. I guess it's my fault. I should have renamed it. How is it deleted? Where is that? I don't see that. Oh, you moved it. Why is this in a separate category? Okay, it is. It's okay. It's been renamed. Somebody renamed it and moved it. You didn't delete it. Y'all are always moving my stuff around. I feel like an old man trying to find my shoes. I'm like, Martha, Martha, where's my shoes? I put them in the closet where they belong. It's like, I like them right here. I like them right here. Rodrigo, I have to add your member. Hang on a second. Oh my gosh. Listen, I'm getting old. You can't move stuff around. You can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so the record for the most members we've ever had is 4,729. And the record for um, most gifteds, why is... Yeah, where is my super suit? That's what I feel like. like. Every time I come to the Discord, I can't find my stuff. Um, the record for most gifteds isn't in there. I thought I put it in there. Guillermo, uh, gifts a member. Thank you so much. Hang on, I've really taken the wind out of the sails. I'm sorry. Uh, four forty-four. No, if I was doing a show with Mike, it would be. Um. It was like 670. It, I, it, the, I don't know the exact number, but the, but the but the but the record the record for most gifted in a day was like 670. I thought I tracked it somewhere. That's my fault. I didn't. I tracked the the total member record, which was like 4700 something. 
Give me one second. Lono probably moved it and forgot. I did not move it. I don't move anything in the Discord. Dan says it was 673. Oh, you guys are saying 673? Brooklyn's saying 673. Okay, I'm going to put that in that room now. Hang on. Member record. Most gifted. 673. Okay, we got it. We got it. We got the record. Okay. Okay. What? All right. Sorry, sorry. I, that, I did not mean to take the wind out of sails. I literally had that room, and I just knew... It's like when someone's desk is a mess, but they know where everything is. Like, it was this old admin room, and I was like, oh, we don't really use this room anymore. I'm just going to dump the member records in there. And it got renamed and moved to some other category. So I'm like, wait, where did it go? And I'm like, ah, somebody deleted it. I thought somebody deleted it because we weren't using it anymore, right? It would have been, you know, kind of... Can you leave the door open, babe? It would have been logical to delete it. So... No, 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 no. Record and we play Halo tonight? No, 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 no. We're playing Alan Wake tonight. If we hit the record, then I don't know what I'll do. Yeah, we're playing scary. We're playing scary, Mama. Yes, scary game with drinks, of course. With me. Who else? No, next week is the one where if we scream, we die. I won't last. You might, you'll live longer in the Don't Scream game. It takes a lot to make you scream in a scary game. It does. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Halo when? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, hang on. Let me refresh. Let me refresh and make sure that we have an accurate count. Sorry, we got distracted there. Uh, okay, so we're at 2851. We're twenty eight fifty one and I owe you ninety. Okay. Twenty eight fifty one. So that means we're currently at twenty nine forty one. Which means if you do sixty would be too much because you're gonna get some from me. So if that hits four fifty, you would need fifty five. Every 25, I get 5. So 25 into the 55 would lower it to 5. You need exactly 50. Yeah, I believe a 50, a, a 50 bomb, not a 50 bomb. Somebody, I mean, I'm not asking for a 50 bomb. 50 would do it. 50 more, and that's every incentive we have. That's every incentive. That's 3,000 members that there's nothing left. Um, and I'll give you guys a little bit more time, a little bit more time. Math with Lono. It's hard because I have to include my five every 25. So it's like every time you guys hit 25, it chisels away at the goal by five because mine count. Like I count my gifted members in the total. Um, so I'm helping as well. It's like when you guys do this, my 90 members gets added to the monthly total. Um, so don't punish him by making him play Halo. I heard Halo is much better right now. What are you talking about? Listen, Halo's as fun as you make it. The, 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 the private the private matches are always fun. Like, come on. 
Private matches are a blast. You know? Mm. Okay. I'm going to get this gameplay stream ready. If you guys want to see some Alan Wake 2 gameplay, that's going to be the second stream today. It'll be the second stream today. And we might drop some frames here. Lately, it's usually when I upload a thumbnail, it like doesn't care. Uh, It like doesn't care. But lately, it's gotten a little grumpy about it. So we might have some frame drops, which, which which can mess with like the viewership but that it's not it's not anything to be worried about it's just the it's just the bitrate getting a little disrupted hilly says come on y'all and he sets up an easy five dunker for 450 thank you so much hilly it's hilly's birthday after all guys hilly's hilly's asking he's asking for he's asking for come on give hilly give hilly what he- <laughs> all right hang on let me move this let me move this. Okay. That. Alright. Okay. Okay. Any duration. And we'll set this. And we'll go to it earlier. I'm going to schedule it in like one minute. For two. But we'll do, we'll go earlier than that. Okay. There it is. Alapark slams it home with a five spot. Takes us to 450. I owe you guys so many members now. I owe you... Wait, 80. Now I owe you 90. I've been saying I owed you 90 because I was I was rounding up, I think. Hilly said 300 members and 400 likes. That's true, he did. He did. Eugene said, is there a topic this month with no Xbox Metascore? Oh, yeah, there it is. Is there a topic in third game this month with no Xbox score? <laughs> oh, Eugene wants his credit. Not tooting my own horn. Yes, you are. Toot away. Toot away. Pay up. I'm going to pay up in the next stream. I always do it in the next stream. I let you guys maximize the opportunity. You know? YouTube Lurker! He hasn't done it in a while and he's back for another one. He says, this is it. I'm gonna slam it home from 450 to 500 all by myself. Puts the count on his back alongside some other heavy hitters today. Donkey Sausage and Mayhem. You guys absolutely bring it. Bringing the heat. This guy comes out of the shadows and just slams home 500 members. Unbelievable. You're the man, YouTube Lurker. You the man. You the man. I now owe you guys. What is that? That's 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 100. I owe you 100 members. What a day. 
So we're not even done yet. There's a hundred more people that are going to get memberships. hundred more. Absolutely insane. If you guys are one of the lucky people who got a gifted member today, you might be like, bro, I watch his channel like one time. Behemoth says, in the face of the haters. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I, the hating hasn't done anything yet. I don't know. <laughs> Abe's like, only 500? We can do better. <laughs> Is it time for Gollum? I think you guys just earned Gollum. I, I did. I lowered the I lowered it. I had the stretch goal at 35, and I said, no. I said, you know what? Let's just hit 3,000, and I'll give you. I'll give you Gollum. 100% feeds account is borked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, something, there's something wrong. The record of total members is like 4,700. The record of gifted members in a day is 673. 673, so... It's, it's fine. It's fine. We don't need to break any records. We don't need to break any records. You guys, I believe, I believe, let me refresh the back end here. I believe you guys have just secured every incentive this month. I believe we have. I believe we have. Because you are now at 2907. My 100 members seals it. It takes us to 3000. It does. I'll give you guys 10 more minutes and we're going to go to gameplay. Where's Javier Cotto? He's not going to like being pushed around like this. No, 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 no. Javier has done. He's done his part this month. Javier's, he has. He has. You must really want to play Gollum. Listen, I just don't like, I don't like having a goal that's just like so far out there. We like never hit it. The point of the goal is to like hit it and have some fun. Not be like, yeah, sorry guys. You know, King Kong 3500. No, we'll just do King Kong for next month's stretch goal. We'll just do, we'll just, we'll just do King Kong for next, next month's stretch goal. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I mean, yeah, King Kong for 3500. I'll just change the imagery. Um, I'll just we'll change the imagery on this. We'll keep it at 3,500, and we'll just update that for next month. Yeah, yeah. This was my point. But you need to sell this. How a question from a writer's room became a stream. Yo, I am melee says, bro. We're not gonna sit at 500, and he rolls it up to 501. Thank you so much for doing that. Right, so the point that Eugene is making in our members-only Discord is, so a lot of you right now are a member, okay? $5 a month has been gifted to you, so you get access to all of the members' content. Every day we do a members' debrief. Every Friday night I do a member stream with my wife. But if you become a Reforge writer, that's the final segment every day where we write up the next show. And... Eugene is a VIP, so he gets access to everything, but he had access to the writer's room, and he and some others, he had the idea, and then some others actually helped formulate everything you saw today. These images that I used, these games that I used throughout the monologue, this was thanks to the Reforge writers. How about a writer's room membership goal? I have so many people that have been paying memberships for years and years and years. I just don't know if they realize we're offering that. And a lot of them can't come to writer's room. It's later in the day. So they're like, I don't really have any incentive to do it. But if you're around and you want to be a part of the whole day, like the stream, the premiere, the debrief, and the writer's room, that's four segments every day. 
the first two segments every day are always free the show and the premiere or sometimes we do two live shows like today we're doing two live shows instead of a show and an upload so the first two segments every day are free it's like yeah it's either a show or an upload or a show and a show so um and then the two next segments are for members or higher tier members so the members only debrief is for all members the end of the day is a brand new thing that we added a couple of weeks ago. It's called the writer's room. And it's been really, really fun. We really enjoy it. It's a blast. So. Yeah, and then we do VIP. I don't I don't focus that much on VIP. Uh, VIP's currently in like the 250s, I think. I think that command is wrong. Um, VIP is a thing on Friday that we do. That And again, VIPs get access to everything and they get an extra room in the Discord and all that. So. It's great for the West Coast audience. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and if a bunch of people upgrade to VIP, yeah, then Creature and I will play a game on like a Friday. That's something fun that we'll do for the VIPs. We've done that once already. We played Returnal together, and that was really fun. He says, plus we talk crap and listen to Creature talk crap about all (laughs) y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hear my producer talk about what he really thinks of you guys. We need an Among Us Cutthroat Friday with Lono Creature and all the bigs. Yeah, I think the problem with that would be is that Friday afternoon stream, people are still at work. Friday night would be better for that. And, you know, I don't know if I want to do that. See you later. Be back. All right, I'll see you tonight. Uh, Easy, Evan. Thank you. Writer's Room was an excellent idea. It's my new favorite favorite segment. Thank you, P. Dudley. I appreciate that. Creature swears more than Bad Santa. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Uh, we all know Creature would ban every single one of us. <laughs> Probably. Can't afford Creature playing Among Us. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hmm. What is this? Oh, so this is... He revealed in a tweet that outlets had nonetheless been asking him for Starfield PS5 codes. Shout out to the small handful of reviewers who requested a PS5 code unironically. I may not have responded, but just know that you made me laugh. That's such a non-starter. They were probably small outlets that just typed it by default. Like, that's not anything. Like I said, there was there were no respectable, reputable outlets that did that. There just weren't. You know what I mean? We had 500 members. I need to take more calls during the stream. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Right, everybody take a break from gifting. I'm going to quickly go use the restroom and then in about 5 minutes we're going to be um we're going to be going to gameplay. You owe shooter forever an apology it did happen. I come on. Th- th- I w- there's no reason to make that a part of any story that a couple of outlets were like, "Can we get a PS5 code?" Come on. How do we know it wasn't literally an accident that they just have that as like a default form or email that they send? Right? 
when you request a review code you put you put your region and you put your platform preference and some of these outlets are probably like copy paste copy paste copy paste and they're hitting every single you know uh, PR person or touch point person for codes there were people that were asking for PS5 codes yeah uh huh cause what they were salty or they actually thought they were gonna get one come on that's stupid and we all know it that's not a story okay I'll be right back All right, sorry about that. Sorry, I am back. I was being shown an audio clip of my niece reading Happy Pig Day. I read that to her when she was here, and her her my my sister in law was recording her. Aunt, she didn't know she was being recorded, and so I was like, "You have to listen to this." And so, because I read it to her when she was here, and she like loved it, and so she's like reading, and she's like, "Happy Pig Day." Oh, a single from Dan. Thank you so much, Dan. All right, here's what we got to do. Hang on. Let me set up redirect.
Okay, redirect is set up. Let me turn on my PlayStation here. I've seen vids on YouTube already comparing Series X. It's identical to PS5. Yeah, I am going to continually choose to buy games on the PS5 because of the the two controller thing that you can do. What dual sensor are you using? Um, this one. Uh, because that means my wife and I could do... There's a funny piece of content we might start doing on a regular basis where we play a game and we're each playing... You can control one character with two controllers. It's really funny. And so I'm I'm going to I'm going to prefer buying games on my PlayStation 5. It's where I'm building my digital library, right? It's where I primarily play. I was considering buying the game on Series X because I actually thought Alan Wake 2 might run better uh, on the Series X because of the because of their their history with Xbox. And that's why I was looking for for that. What happened with Lone Wolf? Oh, that wasn't that wasn't our Lone Wolf. That was somebody else. And so uh we okay I'm, I'm 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 moving through like the menu here to get started english subtitles performance mode okay um so so that's that's what sparked today's conversation was like I was trying to get a breakdown because I was like, I, I, I said, I was like, I bet you this thing runs better on Series X. I was like, it wouldn't surprise me. And that wasn't the case. So, all right, let me get set up here. Uh, we need that. Okay, cool. We got sound. Um, all right, no, we don't need music. Okay, let me refresh this. How is Callisto Protocol? Is it worth playing? I've heard that it's better. Um, I've heard that it's better. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to provide you guys with a link in just a second in the chat. We're going to head over to gameplay of Alan Wake. It would be amazing if we could get 500 likes on this video um, before we leave. When we get over to the new video, be sure to smash like when we get over there. Uh, the first 100 likes is like super, super helpful um, to the video, especially because I bring a bunch of people with you, uh, with me. Did I play Alan Wake 1? No, I didn't get a chance to go back and play it. I've been playing Spider-Man 2, uh, and I had to rush. I wanted to get Phantom Liberty completed before Alan Wake 2 came out. So uh, that was also taking up my time. Um all right, let's get the gameplay featured on the channel. So if redirect doesn't work or the link doesn't work, the link should work just fine. But if any of that doesn't work, it will be the featured video on the channel, okay? All right, there's the link in chat. I'm going to send a tweet as well as put an announcement in the Discord. Uh, we don't do gameplay a lot on this channel. Um, we don't do gameplay a lot on this channel, but when we do... It can really, really help us meet a lot of people because a lot of people today 
um, a lot of people today are uh, looking for gameplay of this. So let me do this. Hang on. Twitter's doing that thing where it won't, won't let me switch accounts. This website has just gone to crap. <laughs> it has just absolutely gone to crap. It's just sitting here. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't switch. Wait, hang on. Hang on. Sorry, we couldn't find that user. Really? That's amazing. Yeah, it won't let me switch accounts. I'll just have to do it on my main. Um, Alan Wake 2 Gameplay Live. I uh, I prefer to tweet from the the Reforge Gaming account for gameplay, but we don't have that luxury right now. <laughs> my com- my keyboard's like off to the side, and like I always end up typing the wrong thing. Okay, there we go. All right. Yeah, I think they're I think Twitter is like is crap in the bed. I can't even it didn't even send my tweet. It didn't even send it. Oh no, it now I am now I'm on the right account. What the frick is going on? Okay, it tweeted it from the right account. Perfect. I I don't know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's head over to the new stream. <laughs> Thanks so much for checking out this video of Alan Wake 2 gameplay. I will be playing on the PlayStation 5. I will be setting it to performance mode. And I will be doing a Fright Night stream of this game tonight for members with my wife. We do streams on Friday night. And we have three Fright Nights coming up in the spirit of the season. So we're going to start with Alan Wake 2. And then we're going to do the Don't Scream game where if you scream you die. And then I'm going to do the VR game Switchback on the PSVR 2. So make sure you're subscribed. Consider becoming a member. The more you watch, the greater likelihood you might get a gifted member. I'm going to gift a bunch of members at the beginning of this stream. I'm going to end the previous stream where we talked about why there are no Alan Wake 2 Xbox reviews out there. It's kind of weird. 